This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Episode number 214. Yes, we're a history podcast about everything pop culture and in the future. We're a history podcast about everything that's not history. Yes. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Blake. And Power Bottom is not here this week. No. He's feeling a little bit under the weather. 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 <laughs> weather. <laughs> um, he uh, was, you know, recovering from Super Bowl Sunday. So. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. He's still recovering. We're going with that. We're going with that. So uh, we are your uh, host this week, so I'm sorry about your luck, but thank you for tuning in. And uh, we're getting prepared here in Cincinnati for Winter Storm 2018. White Death is coming. The White Death is coming, the favorite of all social justice warriors. And to quote Game of Thrones, winter is coming. I'm scared. It has. It has. Blake, are you okay? Do you have enough bread and eggs and milk? I have a lot of nuts. Okay. I know you are, but do you have anything else to keep you safe at home? Squirrels. Oh, ooh. Are I they cooked already or are they frozen? How do you think I get my nuts? Ah. Jeff, are you okay? Yeah, I never quite understood why everyone has to run out and buy bread, eggs, and milk whenever it snows. Is that just a Ohio thing or do you think that's everywhere? I don't know. Hey, everybody, let us know. Is that a worldwide ph- uh, phenom or uh, phenomena or is it just cincinnati ohio based Every, everybody I goes out and empties the shelves i think it's a myth perpetuated by the grocery store chains like uh you know uh everything's gonna be closed you need to come get food now i think that's like a hangover from like 50 60 years ago but then they always show their empty shelves so you, you can't get stuff because everyone already cleared mm-hmm. them out i'm like okay then i won't yeah. drink milk my, Go for beer. <laughs> my thought was, you're going to be stuck at most for a day. Yeah, like it's not going to be much. It might be two. I doubt it. I doubt it. It could be. Do you not have enough food in your? Oh, well, I know Jeff doesn't. But do we not have enough food in the house? We well, could probably well, go about eight weeks in this house and in my house and be okay. See, I don't have any food, but mm-hmm. I have the stuff you use to make food. Okay, so you have enough to you know. If yeah. you needed to, you could get by. If yes. you needed to boil water and throw something in it. As long as I have electricity, yes. You could. Okay. Yeah. I've, how much food do you have? I know you're at your in-laws now, but in theory, I'm at your fine. old house, how much did you, did you have a lot of food sitting in the pantry? We used to. Okay. I, uh, we used to, and then I went to uh, buying fresh on daily grocery store trips. Okay. You know, kind of going with the Euro model. You know, buying for what I need for that day or maybe tomorrow, that's it. None of this... 
you know, stuffing the shopping cart full for two weeks worth of shit, <laughs> pre-manufactured Two food. weeks, two months worth. Oh. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how some people eat all that shit that they got. We Apparently have a lot of stuff in the pantry, like for baking stuff and that. Yeah. Um, and we, I got three kids, so we got some snack foods in there. But we go to a lot more of, you know, they, they can't, they need to have something fresh for snacks, like fresh fruits or something like that. So yeah. I end up going to grocery store probably three times a week easy just to stop in outside of a regular grocery trip just to get the fresh food and that usually. Yeah. So And we like it. I mean, it's a lot better. But yeah. uh, my wife does do, plan the whole week out for dinners. See, I can't do that. I can only do 24 to 48 hours at a time with the fresh food because I'm a strong believer in fresh. Oh, I agree. I don't want freezing stuff. I don't want that kind of deal. You know, the only stuff I like to buy are on the perimeter of your grocery store. Because when you start going in the inner aisles, that's all the processed stuff that's bad for you. So condoms, milk, meat, and donuts. bread, donuts, produce, and magazines. That's the perimeter. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you still need condoms. Yes, yes. At, at our age, a lot of people don't anymore. <laughs> uh, magazines, good double for toilet paper. That's true. That's true. True. Except when you try to flush them. Uh-huh. Oh. Well, no, that's when you burn them in the fireplace for heat. Okay. Yes, that'll really make your house smell so much better. Are we in an Ebenezer Scrooge movie right now? <laughs> Are we in a Charles Dickens play? We're burning magazines for heat? <laughs> I know there. a lot of people that use their fireplace to warm their house. Yeah. Well, I agree, but... Yeah. Dung or peat, well, yeah. depending on how poor you are. Uh, we're expected expect to get two to four inches of snow and a quarter of inch of ice tonight. Yeah, it's the ice is the sucky part. Ice is yeah. the sucky part. Luckily, you don't have to drive that far. From here? No, 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 no. Well, that's <laughs> why we're going to get the no. podcast done quick tonight. Okay. Uh, and same with Blake. But, I mean, tomorrow, you, you have, what, a five-minute oh. commute? Yeah. Yeah, so that's not horrible. But, unfortunately, it's on a hill. Yeah, yeah that is mainly... Uh, Flat. Uh, no, not flat, but mainly major roads. So. Yeah. Five-minute commute, but a 25-minute walk. Yes. You well, may if walk. I walked it, yeah, yeah, but... You may walk it tomorrow. <laughs> no, I, I won't know. go in if I have to walk it. Of course, that may not be even safer if you're slipping on the sidewalks. Uh, how long is your commute, Blake? 20 minutes or so. It depends okay. upon the, uh, you know, idiots that are slower in front of me and the maniacs that pass me. Uh, I'm actually working from home tomorrow, uh, so I was lucky for that. Um, yeah. My uh, you son, mean, you mean to, your alternate work location? It is my alternate work yes. location. Uh, keep an extra eye on uh, my son. We had to uh, take him to the hospital on s- Sunday night, so we watched the Super Bowl. Okay, the game was that exciting for him? No, no, no. This is my 19 month old, unfortunately. Oh. Yeah, and he really enjoyed it. He did. He was asleep by the time it started, or well, after the first <laughs> quarter. Uh, it was a good game. It was a fun game to watch. Did you guys enjoy it? Yes, I did enjoy it. From what I saw of it, I didn't pay much attention to it. It was on in the background? Pretty much. Okay. Well, not until about five minutes in the first half that I started watching it. After we were put done putting the kids to bed and, you know, doing, like, just the basic stuff, getting ready for the next day, it was, like, the second, and it was almost halftime, and I was like... I could just go to bed right now. I would be perfectly fine. Not that I was against well, it. I was just exhausted. That's about the time I started watching it, but it was still a little too early to go to bed. <laughs> uh, and then my wife's like, no, we're watching halftime, because JT was doing it. Timberlake. Yay. Uh, so There's then we no, ended up watching. I'm he, glad I stayed up. It was a good game. It was a he, fun. Halftime, it was no Elvis Presto. I have yet to see any halftime show that beat that. A 3D Elvis Presley. Presto. 
Presto. Elvis Presto. Is that the Bengals 49ers? Yes. In 88? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. it was the uh, 3D magic show. It was a magic show? It was a magic show. Did you not watch it? I remember 3D glasses and that and Elvis, and that was it. <laughs> it was an Elvis impersonator doing magic. 3D. Yeah. It's kind of changed since then, hasn't yeah. it, at halftime? Yeah, it's gotten worse. <laughs> I was waiting for uh, Janet Jackson's boob to make an appearance. You know, because, you know, Justin Timberlake was on. There was a big boob. It was Timberlake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't he start his set with the song they were singing yes. when the boob came out? Oh, I'm yes. sorry. I couldn't tell with the autocorrect, autotune. <laughs> okay, so... Well, that and the pretty shitty, uh... uh Lights? Well, no, the, the sound, sound was shitty. I mean, like, it was a terrible mix. Yeah, I know. I Auto, think, that's what autotune is. Do you think... Uh, I know he was... <laughs> yeah, singing. whatever. I know he was singing... But obviously, the ba- his lip syncing was also bad. Like he was singing, yeah. but you, there was also a background track of Man, him singing. It was a good thing he could dance, or else there'd be no talent on the field. I like Timberlake, though. I actually do like Justin I Timberlake. I like him as a person, but unfortunately, I don't enjoy his music. It's a good thing he could lip sync to Prince. Oh, geez, here we go again. Prince is overrated. Get over it. Oh, it's 1999. Okay, we get it, Prince. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, but it was a great day. Anytime that the Patriots lose, it's a wonderful day. So, uh, Doug's going to be here. Oh, no, Doug isn't here. Number one fan, Doug, is not here to talk to the oh, Patriots. Why is that? He's avoiding it on purpose. I think he is avoiding it. He didn't realize that Nick Foles is a better quarterback than uh, Tom Brady. Go, go Nick Foles. Mm-hmm. He's not a better quarterback <laughs> than Tom Brady. He's, He's a, a better, better receiver, receiver than Tom Brady. <laughs> Did you see this week? If you go to um, if you play Madden on uh, Madden football, if you have it for the PlayStation or Xbox, you can download a Nick Foles uh, car- uh, you know player that's a ninety nine this week. It's his Super Bowl uh, <laughs> character. I was like, that's pretty funny. Otherwise, he's a seventy four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so well, well played, guys. That's I like awesome. that. He had a he had a game of a lifetime. He did, and I think that was a touchdown pass of the year right there, you know, right before halftime. And isn't it fun to watch a uh, coach that uh, goes aggressive and yes. And, uh, Wants to do things and wants to win. He he basically came out and said, "If you coach not to lose, you're going to go eight and eight, nine and seven, and it's the best." You know, Yo, are you talking Marvin Lewis? No, that sounds like you're talking years. Marvin Lewis. Um, yeah. Marvin Lewis has no Super Bowl losses. I'm just saying yeah. that. Just saying. Your your point. He's better than Bill Belichick. Belichick's got three Super Bowl losses. Yeah, Belichick's got three Super. I'm not talking about got playoffs. three playoff losses. <laughs> He has he has more Super Bowl losses, but less playoff have losses. Never, Figure that out. Have they never no. lost in the playoffs? Oh, they have. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I, just, I know they lost to Indy when Indy won. Okay. Probably oh, both right. times yeah. Indy made it. When they gave it to Peyton Manning. Oh, he deserves yeah. it. Fuck him. Eli's better. Not even close, but okay. <laughs> in big game situations, what do you pick? Eli or Peyton? The guy right that now? Can, the guy, that, oh, can, no. the guy that can catch footballs on his helmet. <laughs> Ah, David Tyree. And there was an Eagles player that caught it on his face. You know what? It was fun to watch Doug Peterson go Mm -hmm. balls to the wall on it. It was. Because I know there was one play. It was fourth and one, and they were on their own 45, 46. Mm -hmm. I looked at my wife, and I said, why wouldn't you go for it? And she's like, yeah, why would you give the Patriots a chance to? Because they were up by like. Kill the clock and go all the way down the field. Yeah, they were up by one at that point. Yeah. And I was like, and she's like, why would you give Brady another chance? It only gives you eight points. You can still score a touchdown and get a two-point conversion. Yeah. That's called called smart coaching. Yes. You know, because you're like, hey, do I just give them a short field so they can score right away and we get the ball back? Or you give them a full, you know, 80 yards in four minutes? Yeah. 
I know I mean, it's awesome. I, I think I think you know in the rare case Belichick got out coached. I mean, I think he did too. Uh, Peterson realizes like, hey, we kick field goals, we're gonna lose. Do you feel it, Brady? Or I mean, uh, Belichick was too preoccupied with his nice dress outfit for the Super Bowl. He really uh, fancied himself up that game. What, what I want to know is how did the prop bet go? Because I heard there was a prop bet on would Belichick have cut off sleeves or be wearing sleeves or a hoodie. That is was a tough call. And he had cut off sleeves on his outer shirt, but he had long sleeves on his t-shirt. You should probably <laughs> How's call. That pay off? Yeah, I, uh, do I win that bet? You should probably call Wayne Gretzky's wife. I'm sure she betted on that. She was betting on. She bets on everything this Super Bowl allegedly. Uh, coin toss. I'm doing it. <laughs> Fifty thousand. Simmer down there, Mrs. Gretzky. No. But I know exactly why uh, Belichick was out coached. Was that he wasn't allowed to tape the Eagles practices beforehand? Allegedly. No, it's not alleged. <laughs> it, it's been proven. You know what? If the balls were deflated, maybe that ball lands in uh, Tom Brady's hands instead of uh, floating over him. Can we all agree though that Chris Collinsworth is a horrible announcer? You know that was not the highlight of Chris Collinsworth. He's uh, a better announcer than that. Yeah, he was kind of a homer. Same, same thing Al Michaels. They're both kind of Patriots homers. Well, the best part is they're like, oh, Gronkowski almost came down with him in the end zone. I don't think Gronkowski knew where it was. He jumped up because yeah. obviously the ball's up there. everyone's jumping yeah. up. Yeah. I don't, once it hit him, he wasn't even looking in the direction of it where it bounced. He was looking straight ahead still. I don't think he realized where it was. And since when did they let players wear bionic arms in the Super Bowl? Did you like that? He was a like $6 million man right there. Oh, shit. Well, I will say uh, Gronkowski did say that he was thinking about retiring after this at 29 years old. For his brain, he might want to. And then I realized his IQ is not that high, so it may not affect him one way or another. He's not allowed to retire. I got him as a keeper in our fantasy football. Uh, If you want, we can transfer that to uh, fantasy wrestling. Because he supposedly has offers out there to wrestle. Well, he yeah, because that's going to protect his brain much better. <laughs> the only thing that probably the only profession that probably gets worse of the CTE than football is the wrestling. WWE's been pretty careful lately because they don't want to be part of that massive lawsuit. That's why they've been very proactive on it. Um, that's why they mandate steroids. Allegedly. <laughs> so your brain, your you know, so your skull gets bigger. <laughs> Your penis gets smaller, but your brain gets smaller, but your brain's got more protection. Uh, we were all at Cincinnati Beer Fest this weekend. Raspberry Bonds. Yay. <laughs> uh, it was a good time. Jeff, Yay. did you have a good time? I enjoyed myself. Uh, Dev from Shot of History. Uh, T, Tony were from Salty Dog. Uh, Salty Dog. Salty Language were down there. Uh, also, Jeannie, Jeannie from, from Hobie. She was down here, so uh, we appreciate them coming down. We had a really good time with them. And uh, Nick the Gimp was there. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that was nice. Uh, Blake was on the night session. We were in the afternoon yeah, session. I do the night session. We saw we you saw. I us drove walking. by you. That's right. I was My walking. wife and I were walking to uh, the uh, the yard house. house. Uh, Moreline. Moreline. Okay. Yes. Uh, so that was nice. Yeah. So I was honking at you guys. Yeah. Blake. The worst part was walking back as the temperature was dropping. That was a little bit cold. <laughs> that was a little yeah. bit cold. We did get back to the uh, hotel though. My wife and I stayed down uh, downtown. Since I uh, Saturday night, yeah, and we, we got make back. it a staycation night. That's what nice. we do. We get we get a hotel there too. It was nice, and the problem is when you start drinking at eleven thirty, eleven forty five, by nine o'clock when you get back to the hotel, you're like, dear God, it's only nine o'clock. Yeah, that's God. That's why I don't understand why you don't do the evening session. Because there's too many people. It wasn't because that I bad. don't have a problem going to bed at nine o'clock after I've had a full day. 
you know, when you're done at 11 or 12 and you go back to where you got to go and what you got to do, and then after that, you just crash. Did you, did Otherwise, you're too drunk during the day. Well, I guess this is my problem. You get too drunk during the day, you, you don't eat dinner and pass out for the rest of the day. I usually am okay. Uh, I, I was having a good time, and then around 4 o'clock, I stop. And then I pace myself. Even at dinner, at the moral, at, the, mm. at dinner, I had iced tea, just to kind of yeah. so I don't feel horrible. Yeah. Uh, not I, everyone in our group. We had a group of fourteen. Not everybody yeah. did. Uh, yeah. There were some rough times. Yeah. Well, right? I, was, time. yeah. I was driving, so I stopped drinking after beer fest. So during dinner and mm-hmm. whatnot, I was only drinking water. Yeah, and, and you know it's great to go taste all those different beers. But mm. I've discovered after going for several years. You know, you got to kind of like stick with one kind or one type and then switch it up and stick with the other kind or type. Because if you mix it up too much, it makes for a horrible hangover. It's not a good hangover. No, it's not a good hangover. No. No. Um, See, if you you do it in the afternoon, you're really not going to have a hangover the next morning because it's already out of your system. But you don't have (laughs) any... Late afternoon or evening time. Yeah, but sure you do. You got plenty of late afternoon. No, you you got a nice out. drunk <laughs> afternoon. You're already passed time. out. I just don't want that many people. None of us actually me. passed out. This no one passed year. out this, this year. year. Not this year, Tony. Uh, but yes, yeah, so <laughs> we right. do appreciate them. Those guys coming down. That's right. Last uh, it was year. Good time. Hey, where are you guys at? Oh, we're already alive. We're going back to the room. <laughs> we're too drunk. <laughs> okay. So it was a good time though. We appreciate uh, appreciate those guys coming down. Um, Real quick, uh, we'll get to the Super Bowl movie trailers and our news of the geek. But uh, did you trailers? See what about commercials? Did you see Westworld? Oh, I didn't see Westworld. You didn't see the Westworld trailer? No. It was a pretty good that trailer. I've seen that it's out there. So maybe when we take a break, I'll watch it real quick. There's a bull running. Bull. And uh, of, you know the one that they make in the labs. There's yeah. bulls running. And in the background, if you pause it, there's code, computer code. And somebody realized if you tr- type that in, it goes to a new site for Delos. Delios? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. So then it opens up a whole big Reddit. <laughs> it's on oh, this. Oh, cool. I don't know, still don't know what Reddit is, but I do know there's a lot of talks and theories on it yes. on Westworld. So I was actually off unexpectedly yesterday. So in my free time, I did look at this and went down a rabbit hole. So, so it summarize, was, uh, summarize it then. In uh, two sentences or less. Uh, basically, there's six new land. There's six lands total. Six parks. Six parks. Uh, there's Westworld. There's Samurai World, which you think. There's pictures. Yeah. And there's another one of uh, Green Space. Like, lots of hills and mountains. Kind of looks like a jungle, actually, uh, on a hillside. Oh, jungle. I was thinking, like, medieval or something. Well, that, yeah. the one thing is, could it be the, you know, the uh, you know UK, Scottish Isle, you know, yeah. that stuff? So it could be medieval. Like, like a King Arthur-y type. Yes. And then the other three, they're not available right now. Because when you go across the samurai world, or you think samurai world, it starts jumbling up. You go to the, the uh, island or the green one, it starts jumbling up. So you can't really get good pictures. Obviously, people online figured out how to break the code, and they got these things out there. And then the other three, they have nothing. There's squiggly lines, but you can't make out what they are. Mm-hmm. So the idea is uh, Chris, uh, Jonathan Nolan, one of the writers of the show this year and last year, uh, creators, he said that you will be seeing more parks this year. Cool. So now people will start going, you got... Medieval Land, you got um, Samurai, Samurai World. World, Westworld. What else do you have? Do you have Future World? 
Possibly. Um, I know some theories uh, out there were you have pirates. Inner City World. That would be interesting. <laughs> or the, uh, we're all assuming this takes place in the future, so maybe they want to go by and see what like the inner city from like the uh, turn of the century was like. Well, there was one rumor that they would do a uh, Victorian age. Uh, uh, Jack the Ripper-ish. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of little theories out there. Pirates is a popular one. Uh, they said Chicago gangland, gangster one. Eh. Ooh, I don't I, think that would I'd work. rather do Biggie Tupac gangster <clears throat> land. The, <clears throat> uh, they did say, what about Game of Thrones land? Because uh, who's the uh, hobbit that writes the books? George R. R. Martin. Yeah, he said he would love to incorporate Game of Thrones into Westworld and have it as one of the lands. How funny would that be if the last episode of Game of Thrones was actually Westworld? <laughs> that would be pretty funny. That would be pretty awesome. Oh. You know, uh, speaking of such, well, are you done with the Westworld? Well, I mean, we can talk. Do, is there any lands that you think that would be cool to see this year? No, I think we hit them. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty good. Well, Samurai World will be great, but they said the yeah. one co- issue is, you know, the bullets in Westworld don't kill humans, in mm-hmm. theory. How do you stop a blade from not killing a human? Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's good. They're dull. Dull. Desserts. But uh, <laughs> you're talking about uh, Game of Thrones, though. I, I did catch up a couple movies this weekend. Mm-hmm. One was uh, Lucky Logan. Did you guys, did How you guys was that? see that? I wanted to see that. How was that? I have not seen it. There it was great actually, things about it. it it's, uh, well, it's not a classic, but it is enjoyable. Okay. It was uh, a lot better than what I anticipated. And there is a uh, Game of Thrones uh, reference in the movie that is pretty funny. Now, without giving too much away, because I think it is a pretty good movie. And uh, oh, it's your typical feel-good, yay, you're rooting for the, uh, you know, the quote-unquote bad guys. You know, plot twist at the end and et cetera. But there are a lot of good funny jokes, and one of them was a Game of Thrones, where uh, one of the diversions for the uh, main uh, plots, the uh, buddy inmates uh, hold themselves up in a cafeteria, to, and they create a uh, prison riot to create a diversion. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of their demands was they wanted the uh, George R. R. Martin's uh, Winds of Winter and Dragons of Spring. <laughs> the new ones? <laughs> and... And and of course the uh, the one before that which was um, I can't dance with dragons yeah dance with dragons and so <laughs> it got a scene where the prison warden's like okay uh, for the prison library as warden I can buy a copy of Dance with Dragons however I can't provide you uh, Winds of Winter or Dragons yeah. of Spring because uh, they haven't been published yet. And there's this long pause, and then one of the inmates <laughs> walks up to the intercom, presses the button, and says, That's bullshit. George R. R. Martin was supposed to have delivered that book to his publishers two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and the warden responds like, Well, no, actually, according to the Wikipedia, uh, <laughs> he, he doesn't uh, hit deadlines very well, and... Uh, he hasn't released a book yet, and the guy pushes the button. That's bullshit. How come two guys that transferred in from something up to the state? They already know what happened with that bitch and her dragons. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, um, well, it's because the TV show is ahead of the books, <laughs> and George R. Martin doesn't have time to write the books because he's caught up with the promotion of the TV show. And finally, the prison guy's like, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and he walks away and stops negotiating with him. The warden's like, oh, shit, what do I do now? Yeah. 
Will these books ever be finished? <laughs> I don't care anymore. <laughs> they will eventually be finished, yes. Unless he dies. Even if he dies, then someone Somebody else will. will they'll they'll take it. what he has and... Yeah. Like the Wheel of Time. You know, that yeah. guy died, but his son finished the last book or two. Uh, which are, what other movies do you see? Uh, uh, Battle for Planet of the Apes. How was that? It was a great morality play. Okay. Yeah. War for the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted was, to see that. I saw the first two. The apes, yeah. I wanted to see it. Is it worth it? Uh, it's not what I thought it was. I thought, okay. it was, you know, Woody Harrelson and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's, excuse me, the, the plot is not what I anticipated it to be. In a good way or bad? Uh, neutral. Okay. Uh, I felt, you know, sorry for the apes. I identified with the apes. Did you see the first two? Uh, I saw the first one. With James Franco. Of. Okay. Did you see the second one? No. second one was not the greatest. Yeah. Not the greatest. Yeah. Uh, I like the first one a lot, though. Even in spite of James Franco. Yeah. I, I, had a, I had a fun time trying to identify the voices for the age. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, Steve Zahn was, was the funniest. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> he was. He was. Yeah. Uh, is Melissa McCarthy in it? Is she a voice? Uh, no, but she does shit in a sink. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they like you can take this planet if this yeah. is what you're going to do to it. Yeah, you, you you learn you learn how the humans eventually become dumb. Dumb, I guess yeah. is the way to say. They're not really dumb. It's just the brains are affected by a vibe. I don't want to say anything. <laughs> so I said too much. In case you haven't seen that movie that came out, what how many years ago? Year, last year. Last year. Okay. Only a year now. Spoiler. Only a year. <laughs> but go see Lucky Logan. Or rent it on Redbox for a buck. I mean, it's actually good. I wanted to see. It. I just haven't had a chance yet. It's funny. Jeff, you see anything this weekend? Uh, the Super Bowl. Besides that, any movies? No. Okay. Um. Yeah. So there you go. That was my. That was our weekend. Past week or so. Uh, we did have a draft day last week. We did. It was Clue. We drafted Clue. Great movie. Uh, options on our Twitter page at the uh, Bad Ideas Podcast uh, is Jim, Jeff, Jason, or me. Oh, I am me. Jim, Jeff, Jason, or Blake. There you go. There's the one. Jim, Jeff, and me. So we all drafted a team last year, or last week, a cast. And uh, personally, I think I had the best team. But this thing is fucking rigged. So, uh, in first place, Jim won 43% of the vote. That's yeah. bullshit. I, I hadn't seen the last day's worth of a voting. There must have been a big push. There was a big push by Jim. I last bet, I saw, Blake was winning. Blake I bet was winning. All those Dana Garden cronies. Yes. And Jim uh, was pimping on Facebook or something. He it. was pimping on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, he had a Game of Thrones inspired one, so it was horrible. Uh, Jeff. No, he had two teams, actually. Yeah, he, he did. snuck in two teams. Which, I, I at first, I was like, well, that's bullshit. He had two teams. We should split his percentiles in half. <laughs> and he still beat me by 0.5%. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. Well, okay. Blake had 21% of the votes. Jeff and I had 18%. Tied for third. Woo! Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That sucks. Why is that? Well, because I know Why you're that? not allowed to vote because it was under Correct. your name, and I voted for myself. <laughs> so if I didn't vote, I would have been last by myself. <laughs> um, just to let you know, we are on WeBeGeeksPC.com every Wednesday. Uh, we're also on Geek Life Radio, 10 a.m. Eastern on Fridays, 9 a.m. Central. Uh, we're on Tangent Bound Network, uh, Danger Entertainment Network. Danger Entertainment. Uh, and we're on Nerdly.co.uk. Good day, mate. Hello, guys. You cheeky guns. Wankers.
Uh, also, uh, my new article will be up next uh, tomorrow on nerdly.co.uk. Uh, my son and I, my oldest son and I, will be doing a review of uh, games, yes. tabletop games, every two weeks. I, and, I uh, do hear there's a complaint about your reviews. Uh-oh. What is that? You don't use enough vowels. What do you mean? The fact that uh, you don't put those U's oh, in those. Oh, uh, now I get like rumors. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I speak the I speak the Queen's English. No, you don't. No, you don't. Uh, I speak Trump's English. There you God, go. Oh, Jesus. Either. Oh my God. <laughs> I just put words out there. <laughs> no, so my uh, son and I uh, have a little art, uh, review up every two weeks. Uh, first game we're doing is Monopoly Gamer, uh, Monopoly or Mario Edition, Super Mario Edition. Now, do you go to Google Translate? Mm-hmm. You know, when you write these things for, like, American English to Queen's English? No, but I write it very American. But I do know that Nerdly, they are exclusive only to this article. I'm not, it's not on anybody else's website. Um, so it used to be on a couple of different ones. This one is just Nerdly. And uh, I did convert how much the thing costs, the uh, cost of the add-ons, to pounds. Ooh. Now, hopefully, Phil, who's over at Nerdly that runs it, He's a great guy. Hopefully, he checks my Engl- my math on it because I did yeah. Google it. Well, just because you did the conversion doesn't mean that's actually what they're selling it for over there. Well, you know, I tried. You know, they, I they... tried to give an approximation. <laughs> three ninety nine, three dollars ninety nine cents American for these add ons. Two point eight two pounds in uh, British. You know what you should do just to piss them off? What's that? Translate or, tra- or, or yeah, do it to euros, not pounds. Not pounds. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you get for Brexit, bitches. That's right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, go to nerdly.co.uk. Also, my Black Lightning review will be up on Thursday. So episode four, which is uh, being uh, premiered tonight. Excellent. So. You know, we're on some other big social media stuff, aren't we? We are. We're on uh, Facebook. Yeah. The History of Bad Ideas podcast. We have a Facebook page You're over on there. there. Twitters. We're on Twitters at Bad Ideas Podcast. You're on Gmail at HobiePod at gmail.com. You're on that uh that that fancy uh Tumblr? Tumblr? No. <laughs> uh, that's at bowlingballwomenmen.com. Yeah. You could put us on Reddit. I don't know how it works though. Yeah, neither I do I. I know it's got a little funny no. guy with an antenna on his yeah. head. I'm what about yeah. uh big audio channels? We're on Stitcher and Spotify. Whoa. And iTunes. And YouTube. And iHeartRadio. So Damn. I do HeartRadio. Google Play? Did I say Google Play? We're on Google Play. You did not. We're on Google Play. We're on a lot. So we do appreciate everybody listening. That's right. There's no excuse for you to not listen to us. Yes. Other than the fact friend. that you hate our content. Yeah. No, 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 nobody can do that. <laughs> yeah, we don't even have Powerbottom this week. Everyone's going love us this week. Yeah. Apparently not. 43% of them voted for him last week. I think he, I think he had know, a lot of different uh, Twitter accounts. I, yeah, I think Jim <laughs> created a lot of Twitter accounts and voted for himself. Me too. You know, but anyways, but thank you. The reason we're on so many of those uh, social media and uh, regular traditional mm-hmm. media interwebs is because you listen to us, and that's great because we think you should tell a friend. And after you tell a friend, apologize for write a review. Your... <laughs> <laughs> they write a review, but they also apologize for having exposed them to such yes. content. So we appreciate everybody, and uh, let's do some listener feedback. All right, uh, it's time for some bomb listener feedback. Who is feedback sponsored by this week? Uh, this week, it's uh, brought to you by Chief Wahoo. <sighs> It's called a tease. What's Doug got? 
Uh, Doug starts us off and says, uh, Zach Efron was in Covington last week. Who interviewed him for the podcast? Uh, we tried to. Uh, and then I, re- I thought it was James Franco. So I kept trying to reach out to James Franco people. Because I get Zach Efron, James Franco confused all the time. I so don't I know how that. you do that. I don't know, but I always do. So I do apologize uh, for that. Uh, let's see. I thought Doug was supposed to interview him since he works in the Covington area. Not anymore, though. Not anymore. He moved. So. Oh. Um, yeah, Blake was supposed to too, but he uh, Zach Efron has a restraining order, so that's why. Yeah. So. Not against Blake. He just has a restraining just order. Just restraining order. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's in town for uh, uh, Ted Bundy's uh, biopic yeah, movie. That's the one. Yeah, so uh, he's in town, I think, for... He's coming back a couple times, I think they said. So I'll try to get him next time, Doug. I'll try to get him next time. So, uh, what else we got? Uh, we got some corrections. Never! Yeah, we got one from Doug. Mm-hmm. He's number one... Fan? Fan. Doug? Doug. Back-to-back questions. Yeah. Well... Corrections this time. Gives himself nicknames. Okay, what do we got? <laughs> a pants? Yes. No more pants? Okay. okay. Oh. <laughs> Only known as. <laughs> I was wondering what we were doing there. Oh, I hear like, We've been doing the same shit for 175 episodes. It's like you forgot. I did forget. All right, anyways. Grover Cleveland only lasted 30 days? You live in the city named after him. There is a big tower where he is buried, very close to you. Come on, you're a history podcast. Wow. That's the most inaccurate correction I've ever read. Isn't he kind of like doing a mashup between Taft and Cincinnati? I have no clue what he's doing. (laughs) I know Cleveland is not named after Grover Cleveland. It's named after Moses Cleveland, as the statue of Moses Cleveland in downtown Cleveland tells you. And they lost an A over a period of time. They did. I think. Uh, and, yeah, it was named Cleveland long before Grover was a president. Could Shot of History do a biopic on Grover Cleveland? That would be impressive. I'd prefer they did a biopic. But Can they do bathtub sizes comparing Grover Cleveland's with uh, Taft's? He was a mighty fellow. <laughs> he was a mighty fellow. I will True. say that. Uh, 84, 88, and eight, uh, 1892, he won the popular vote, all three presidential elections. Wow. Yeah. But, but he got to serve how many? Uh, he was in office uh, <laughs> twice. That's right. Because he lost the first one. Uh, he was in 82 to 86, <laughs> and then he was in um, 90. Won, won the popular vote, but lost the... The next one. Yeah. yeah. It's because he was a Democrat, and they had a uh, Republican Supreme Court. Probably. I mean, that's how Republicans win, you know, popular votes over Democrats. He was also... uh, Or they lose electoral. Stop it. Down the hall. Down the hall. (laughs) (laughs) What happened? What happened? Uh, I think he was referring to the uh, Gore v. Bush. Yeah. Clinton did win the popular vote, though, too. Oh, yeah, she did. I so feel like you use her book like the title like a Saturday morning cartoon. What happened? <laughs> I like that. Her slapstick comedy. What happened? What happened? <laughs> oh wait. Um, uh, he was Cle- Grover Cleveland was also the mayor of Buffalo. He was. He was from Buffalo, and his first name is Stephen. Oh. Oh, look at that. Yes. That's an interesting fact. The presidents with some of the presidents with the weirdest names were not their first names or their given first names anyway. Why? I don't know. 
They Gro- just gotta change. Stephen Grover Cleveland went by Grover Cleveland. Grover is a fun. A Ulysses fun. Grant was his birth name was Hiram Ulysses Grant. Ooh, that's a tough one. What would you rather have, Hiram or uh, Ulysses? I don't know. Ulysses is kind of cool. We got you got the godlike aspect to uh, what it. Was it? Oh, God, I forgot what. It's got a great Odyssey. Woodrow yeah. Wilson. Woodrow isn't his first name. I can't remember what it was now. Oh. Uh, George. Okay. Sure. George Woodrow Wilson. Yes. Sure. You know, I do like how they cleaned up Grover's portrait. They got rid of that green hair and the unibrow. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Without Power Bottom, you're on fire today, Blake. (laughs) But he just described Oscar. Grover's blue. Oh, yeah. Grover's blue. (laughs) (laughs) You're not on fire anymore, Blake. (laughs) I don't even know if this is Blake. He's not wearing his Russian mafia outfit this week, so I'm kind of (laughs) concerned. It's I'm wearing my snow survival outfit. You are. <laughs> Blake Bot got a new uh, skin change there. Yes, he did. It's Westworld <laughs> version two. <laughs> my, my memory chip is corrupted. <laughs> I'm getting everything confused. Speaking of uh, back in the old days, like 1800s and that, 1890s and that. The old days. <laughs> uh, I did finish a book. Uh, it's on TNT right now, the miniseries, The Alienist, uh, about child murders. Uh, turn of the century. Have, yeah, I, I've seen uh, advertisements for that, and I've wondered if it was good or not. I read the book. Uh, the book came out in '94. Didn't realize that really? long ago. And it was about the first uh, aspects of uh, criminal profiling and uh, DNA, not DNA, but like blood and taking you know samples of that. And uh, the killer is O positive. <laughs> well, that's and three quarters like, of the population. <laughs> Damn it! So we can rule him out. <laughs> can't, why can't it be AB negative? Uh, so, and there's also fingerprints and that first technology. Uh, but it, it's fictional, but uh, it's basically about a serial killer killing a child prostitute. So uh, it's an uplifting show. Oh, Let me tell yeah. you. Yeah, wow. You're, you're really wanting, pushing me to see that one. Uh, it is a g- good book. The ending wrapped up a little too clean. Uh, I didn't like, uh, the ending was okay, but not nothing great. And uh, it was enjoyable, though. It was in, uh, in terms of uh, like a good mystery well, in that. Most books about killing child prostitutes no, 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 are no, that enjoyable. Sound right. <laughs> but I, I wanted to finish reading it before uh, I watched the miniseries because I kind of wanted to see how they did it. Um, so I'm kind of intrigued to see what the differences are. So if you're out there uh, looking for a book, The Alienist, uh, pretty good book. If so, you liked reading about that type of thing. Well, yes, it is a little disturbing, as my wife if says. you want to end up on the FBI child pornography list. No, no. <laughs> my wife goes, I really don't understand you sometimes. You like watching everything about murder and killings. And I was like, it's just amazing to see how people tick. That amazes me. You know, just, sometimes you just build a, you know, dig a hole in the backyard. And cry? No. And oh. just see what she says. Oh, me! Yeah. <laughs> so, so have you watched that, uh, what the hell is the name of that Netflix show about the... Mindhunter? Yeah. I want to. It's so on my you list. You haven't seen Mindhunter. You don't watch Criminal Minds, but you like to get in the minds of criminals? You <laughs> should see Mindhunter because there's a very funny scene in it where one of the guys uh, talking to one of the serial killers, which, mm-hmm. they, which they name a serial killer after, you know, those guys. You know, the guy, one of the guys has a, a fetish for women's shoes. Mm-hmm. So... In the description of the women's shoes, he goes uh, shopping with his girlfriend, and they're looking at shoes, and he realizes the shoes that he's looking. He gets an idea. I was like, oh, man, I can get this guy to open up and talk to us if I buy these pair of shoes. And she sees him looking at those shoes. So he, but that's all you see. Yeah. Next thing you see, he takes those shoes to the killer, and the, the killer likes it. 
and well, you know, whatever. And then he starts to open up and talking about, you know, his thought processes and things. Well, his girlfriend saw him looking at the shoes, so she goes and buys those shoes, and she does a very super sexy seductive night. Oh. And he can't get it up, and he can't complete it because she's wearing, wearing those, those shoes. shoes. From the cereal. And the guy the had yeah. done unexplicable stuff with those shoes and talked about them. So the only thing he could think of ah. was that horrible thing. And she's like, you don't want to, you know, you don't like this tonight? And he's like, this is not you, but... Eh, you know, for the drama aspect, yeah, you know, yeah. he doesn't say anything, but you're just like, we should tell her. Yeah, just you know uh, not with those shoes. Can, can Let me explain. I'm doing a study on serial killers. She's like, I saw you looking at these shoes. I bought them. They're sexy. And then he's like, I can't do this. Aw. Thanks, Blake. Yeah, you're welcome. I do want to see it, though. You it saw is. it. Yeah, I did. I watched it. It's very good. Uh, what else we got? Sorry, that was my change. Oh, yeah, hey, we back on... Yeah, sorry, uh, that was my yeah. change. Hey, we back on story time? Yeah. Oh, wait. Besada Geek. Oh, we're in listener feedback. Yes. Uh, Besada Geek regarding last week's top five, regarding top five Harrison Ford films from last week. My list is number five, who cares? Doesn't matter. Four, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, boo. Three, Temple of Doom. Mm. Uh, two, Last Crusade. Mm. Okay. One, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. You know, there's a pattern to that. Uh, yes, yes, there is. There were four Indiana Jones movies. No, 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 no. There's only three. There were, but he's got five four, slots. But there were four Harrison Ford movies. Correct. I'm surprised Air Force One is not on here. Why are Get you? Get off my plane! Yeah, Just that's for that line. why it's not. Yeah, on if you there. haven't listened to us, well, last no, week. it is on there. Number five. Who cares? That's I true. think that is Air Force One. If you didn't listen to us last week, you could see our enthusiasm for our top five last week was waning at the end. Oh yeah, Harrison Ford films. This is going to be awesome. No, I guess maybe <laughs> Solo, maybe. Star Wars story. Is he in Solo? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, that hasn't come you. out yet. That would be cool if he does a cameo as someone else. Yeah, yeah. Probably Chewy. ain't going to happen. Lando. Play, he plays Chewie. That Chewie plays cool. Chewie. You know, he could have a dream where he dreams of his future self. Ooh. <laughs> the Force is strong with him. Getting okay. stabbed by Kylo Ren. Spoilers. Uh, you ruined that. Sorry. Damn it. Uh, so thanks, Basada Geek. Uh, next uh, is from Graphic Novice. He Yay! says, uh, if I was a pilot... Mm-hmm. Flying type, not a TV show. Yes. I would like my call sign to be Canuck Boy. What no, no, your, no, no. Huh? Oh, yeah, sorry. That's all right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what would your call sign be? What would your call sign be? So we're allowed to give ourselves a nickname here? Yeah, we're allowed to give ourselves a nickname on this one. No, you're not allowed to give yourself okay, a Okay, so we're giving Jeff a and nickname. Especially pilot call signs. You're not yeah. allowed to call yourself a call sign. It has to be assigned to you. Just there. you can't give yourself a nickname. Okay, so yeah, what I would say what I would like it to be, but that is not what it would end up being. If you ever said, this is what I would like it to be, <sighs> your shipmates, classmates, <laughs> would pick the worst opposite of what that would be. So, so then you would regret it for your entire unless life. Unless you play tricks. But like they're smart. You say, That's the problem. They you're wouldn't thinking, fall for that, though. I want my call sign to be turkey boy, so I'm going to say, I want to be the eagle. And they say, ha, oh, you're a turkey boy. And you're like, yes. I like your shirt nickname better, the screaming uh, parrot. I'm going to call you the screaming parrot. That would be your call sign. Screaming parrot over here, over the Lachlan spot. Yep, there we go. F-10, 12, coming in. I don't know, airline yeah. jargon. <laughs> we got a bogey on the five. Airline jargon. I thought we were talking about being fighter pilots, we got, we got airline jargon. We, we got a uh, bogey over on our 10 there. Yeah, that's it. 
Uh, Blake, so what would you want your call sign? No, to be? I can't say what I what would, would want you call, it to be. What would but, my call sign be? But no, I I would say Jess would have to be Grizzly Furry. Okay, I like that. I like cross that. between Grizzly Adams and we all know his furry problems. Yes, I like that. I like Grizzly Furry. I would Furbies. Would Blake be? Furbies. No, uh, I don't. I'm just there's. It feels wrong. It's. It feels like it's two adjectives together. Two adjectives wouldn't yeah. work. I, I don't know. It just doesn't feel grizzly furry. If you have a call, uh, something to name Jeff, Blake, me, or Jim, aka Powerbottom, who already has a call sign, uh, as a pilot, uh, please let us know at the Bad Days Podcast on Twitter. Maybe Captain Admiral Kirk could do this. Captain Admiral, yeah, that's right. He's got some background in that. That would be my call. He could probably explain it better than I did. I'm trying to think. I I, I haven't. I didn't really think about picking other people's Mm -hmm. call signs, so I don't know what I'd pick yet. Well, we know Mm -hmm. Burger would just be Burger. That's true. That's true. <laughs> he's, he's don't need anything else. That's true. Or, it explains or, everything. Or he can be Brigner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> just because no one else would get that. Oh, I know. It'd be Jay Bow Wow. Bow Wow. That is kind of what we put on his uh, <laughs> softball, softball, softball jersey. Yippee-yo, yippee What would Blake's be? Blake's would be a tough mm. one. Right now we've been calling him Blake Bot. Yeah, so Blake Bot could be it. Blake Bot at the Blake moment. Blake Bot over here. I uh, got a bogey on my seven. Okay. <laughs> So if you got a call sign you would like us to be called, please let us know. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, what else do we have? We have uh, Dev. from uh, Dev. You know, his hands are so tiny. Like, he was <laughs> in Cincinnati, and his hands were so tiny. A little King's bottle looked gigantic in it? Yes, it did. It did. <laughs> God, his hands are huge. <laughs> but uh, anyways, from uh, Big Hands, he says, oh... Uh, he says uh, he's from uh, Michigan. He said, uh, when can we expect Hobie to release the design for, I went to Cincinnati Comic Expo, and all I got was a drunk in the Hobie Green Room shirts. Well, that is Blake. Uh, actually, Scab Jeff, more likely. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, allegedly. Scab Jeff. Yeah, he's, there'll, he's be a llama, there'll be a llama on the... Yes. I do <laughs> like that idea. I do like that mm-hmm. idea for uh, Expo, because we are sponsored by Cincinnati Comic Expo. Yes. Uh, September 14th through 16th. Uh, I do like that idea. What do you think, Jeff? I think we need yeah. some uh, special Sensei Expo yeah. shirts this year. We could think about that. Yeah, I went to the Hobie. Sensei Comic Expo, and all I got was drunk in the Hobie green room. That I like would... it. I like it. I like it. Or, I, yeah. or I played Hobie trivia and lost. I'm not smarter than a Hobie. <laughs> just saying, just kind of throwing it out there. Or I am smarter there. than a Hobie. Yeah, or I am smarter than a Hobie. <laughs> I'm... S- <laughs> I'm smarter than Worsley. That's right. <laughs> you win a trivia. You win a coat. You win a smarter than a Worsley coat. <laughs> I wear a jacket. I could probably steal some from those bins that they always give to kids. I could probably steal some of those jackets. Probably, yeah. That's not. That's not going to send me to hell. <laughs> oh, I got Here's it. Here's your prize: one mitten. <laughs> oh, there's only one in the lost and found <laughs> box. <laughs> We just get patches made. They have to supply the coat. That's right. I like it. <laughs> you need to bring or like your own the Cub coat. Scouts. <laughs> or it's like a high school jacket. <laughs> yeah, like a Letterman jacket. Yeah, they like give it. you the pouch. Every the, year the you patch. have to get a different patch. <laughs> there you go. Smarter than Worsley. Also, he says, uh, Dev says, Vince and his XFL can go pound sand. You go pound sand. XFL is going to be awesome. Isn't that what you do to get stronger? You pound sand. That's right. I am a pumped for the XFL. Uh, hence my top one well, of my top fives this week. I hope you're uh-huh. not stealing one of my top fives this week. Oh, I will. Uh-huh. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, what else do we have here? Mm. 
stuck on this moss man. Uh, you know what this music is, folks. Yeah, we're just not whistling Dixie here. Yeah, that's right. If you're at work, you better put in your earbuds. Oh, yeah. Along with something else you're putting in your ear. Kick Mm. back. Lean back. Relax. Unbuckle your belt. Yeah. Put on some women's shoes. Mm. If you're listening to nerdleak.co.uk, you can start your danger winking now. Lift up your kilt and feel the vibration. Who needs knickers? What do we got here? Speaking of that, he says, uh, speaking of knickers, it's Nick. Oh, right. He says... Jeff or Tony. Mm. It's all one word. It's not Jeff or Tony. That's Jeff or Tony. Jeff or Tony. It's like beefaroni. Not, not Mr. T. Mm. Some of your beefaroni. It's and not a Jeff and Tony from Salty salt. Language mm. combo. <laughs> unless you want it to be. I love that beefaroni. Mm. Nick Boyardee says, all over me. Yeah. He says, would you rather winter in Ohio with your penis or winter somewhere warm like Florida? Nobody likes Florida. Like Cuba. Yeah. (laughs) But without your penis. But he does Jeff. get it back. Jeff? Jeff? Oh, there's, it, there was still more left for you to read, wasn't there? And that's when I was going to interrupt you and say, yeah, but you could go back, travel oh. up to Ohio, though, so not on a permanent loss for your penis. Uh, not on a permanent So what are you doing, Jeff? I think I want to keep my penis with me. At all times, even winter? Because you hate winter. I, I hate winter. Well, but, I guess you could come. Winter but, could be coming then if you kept it. But up <laughs> But if I... Yeah, if I had to leave my penis behind, I don't know if I could enjoy it as much I in the summer. I think you'd probably just have a pee hole right then if he didn't have his penis. In I'd probably have to sit down to pee. Okay, okay. We're just trying to make th- this correct. Okay. So, beefaroni, uh, you are going to keep your penis in Ohio. I'll keep my pe- penis in Ohio. Okay. There's his new call sign. Beefaroni? Yeah. Penis in Ohio? No. Oh. Well, actually, <laughs> no, beefaroni. Beefaroni. <laughs> Beefaroni, uh, what's your 419 uh, over there? Uh, I got a uh, bogey on your tail. Uh, repeat, you okay over there, Beefaroni? <laughs> over. Sure. Bow-wow. Mayday, mayday, mayday! Mayday, mayday, joke lost. Joke lost! <laughs> you got SpaghettiOs on your left! <laughs> Have you ever had SpaghettiOs as an adult? Yes. They're horrible. They're I, not good. I no, eat them not. frequently. Really? Oh, yes. man. Do you get the hot dog ones, too? Oh, God, no. Oh, those are awful. No, I get the meatball ones. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're not good. <laughs> Little meatballs. <laughs> they're so horrible. They are. The sauce it's, is the worst part. It's like eating liquid cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> or McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> the little meatballs are like little fur balls from like, you know, the rats that are ground up in that stuff. But anyways, listen to reviews. Uh, we got something from uh, Pop Culture Cafe. Yes, we do. They send in an audio review. 
Hey guys, this is John from the Pop Culture Cafe. And it's Scott from the Pop Culture Cafe. And here we got a little movie review for the guys here at Hobie. So, we sat down and we watched a movie called The Futile, A Futile and Stupid Gesture, which so much represents the last <laughs> podcast that I tried to do. Anyways, um, the movie is directed by David Wayne, writers are Michael Colton, John Abode, and based on a book by Josh Karp. And it stars Martin Mull, William Forte, Dom Hal Gleason, Joel McHale, Emma Roseman, and Thomas Lennon. I just a few things I got down there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So this is a, it's kind of a biopic on the guy who created, um, helped create the National Lampoon magazine. Yep. And this movie was just, it was just came out. And yeah, it dropped a couple days ago. Yeah, it yeah. was. Well, it was in Sundance. And then Netflix bought it right away, yeah, and it's yeah. right on Netflix. So, uh, it is a biopic on Josh. Um, sorry, oh, I had the name of the guy, and I lost it. Ah, Doug Kenny. Doug Kenny. That's it. I forgot to write it in there. See, that's a good thing you're here. But um, at first, I thought the movie was uh, just a base, base comedy, right? Yeah. And also, I didn't know about Doug Kenny being dead. Yeah, me neither. Like so that was, I, I thought he was dead, but um, not as young as he was. My wife was watching with me. She said, "Wow, that was like a sixth sense moment." <laughs> yeah, what I ever found really interesting is using Martin Mull. Yeah, as the older version of him. Yeah. that never existed. Yeah, it's like a sixth sense level yeah. where you're like, yeah. "Oh my god, yeah. blew my mind." And uh, yeah, yeah, at first, like I said, I, I thought it was a, just a straight comedy. Yeah, and you, same thing with you. Well, uh, whoever, like when I saw William Forte and it was the the scene at college, I wasn't sure what to make it at first. But the longer it went on, I thought this is more of a biopic. Had some good humor in it, but uh, yeah, it was by the end of it, I was thinking, wow, this was it was like National Lampoon. I knew about National Lampoon and I knew about the movies and I knew about the magazine, but I didn't know its connection to SNL. Yeah. And I didn't know that whole backstory. So for me, it was a piece of history that I knew a bit about, but it was really an in-depth explanation of it. So it actually kind of turned into a dramedy towards the end. Of yes. And, yeah. and uh, um, I thought Will Forte did really good. I liked the, how strange it was that uh, it, the, the guys uh, representing the different actors didn't look yeah. anything like the actors. <laughs> It was just, it looked like a guy's had a bunch of funny, it had yeah. sort of a same National Lampoon film, a feeling to the film that it did yeah. uh, the magazine, the same sort of wild and crazy stuff that they did. Well, they had the running da- narrative saying, you know what, we can't afford these actors. Yeah. And uh, that's, <laughs> this is who they are. Even the guy, they made sure with uh, Rodney Dangerfield, they didn't show too many up-close uh, shots of him. It was yeah. just the mannerisms, the yeah. way he moved. But, uh, yeah, even Ivan Reitman and a few of the other guys. Yeah. But, you know, Bill Murray and uh, Chevy Chase. They showed a few of the mannerisms, him tripping and so forth. Yeah. But So, um, overall, what did you think? Uh, it was good. It was actually a surprise. I actually uh, learned more from it than I thought I would. I thought it was just going to be a comedy with yeah. some yuck-yuck jokes and some gags. But I actually learned about a lot of history that I wasn't aware of concerning the whole National Lampoon brand. Yeah. And the, the fascinating stuff was, and, you know, there's there's two sides, well, three sides to every story a lot mm-hmm. of the time, but how basically SNL scooped his entire cast. Yeah. 
you know, and that's what it was. Gilda Radner and uh, uh, John Belushi and uh, Bill Murray and uh, Chevy Chase. It was like one day they're at National Lampoon, the next day they're doing SNL. And then he was offered the chance to do a National Lampoon TV show. Yeah, yeah. You know exactly what it would, uh, Saturday Night Live would have been. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh. So I didn't know that piece of history. I thought that was kind of cool. So... I, I I recommend it. Oh, absolutely! It yeah, absolutely. If you uh, if you did read uh, the magazine in the seventies, how long did uh, how long did it uh, get published for? I can't. Remember. Yeah, it was. But if you did read it and you want a kind of an interesting, well-told story of what exactly happened in the past uh, with some people who don't look anything like the characters they're discussing, that's. That's this would be the movie for you. There's a nice twist that we kind of alluded to, but uh, uh, it was worth it. It was about two and a half hours and 15 minutes long. That's nothing. It was longer than I thought it was going to be. They were pretty in depth in it. Yeah. All right. So that's our review of a futile. Uh, uh, sorry, a futile and stupid jester. Yes. And if you like what you're hearing here, you can always check us out at the Pulp Culture Cafe on iTunes and Stitcher, TPC Cafe, and we'll send it back to the girls at Hobies. All right. Take care. Alright. Hey, wait, wait. He just called us girls. I'm securing that. I'm securing myself. Okay. I procreated three times. I just said I wanted to keep my pitas. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys at Pop Culture. Uh, we appreciate that. And, um, you know, anytime you guys got reviews, send them on in audio or like Kevin at Cincy Explorer. He has one too, but thank you, Pop Culture. Yeah, Kevin and Cincy Explorer. So he gives you uh, my top 10 films of the year. Yeah, it's pretty impressive since he only saw 11. <laughs> <laughs> he said uh, number one was the uh, three billboards outside Ebbing. I wanted to see that. I Mo. See that. Missouri, apparently, oh. is the proper way of saying it. <laughs> Intern did not capitalize that O. <laughs> I like Ebbing Mo. <laughs> Ebbing Mo? Yeah. What else? Dunkirk. Hmm. Three, The Shape of Water. Four, Molly's Game. Five, Darkest Hour. Six, The Post. Seven, Phantom Thread. Eight, Get Out. Get Nine, out. I, Tanya. And ten, Wonder Woman. Is Phantom Thread a sequel to the Ooh. Phantom Menace? No. Okay. No. Phantom Thread is, uh, what's his name? Daniel uh, Day-Lewis's last film. Yeah, Ooh. that's Dear the one. Dear God. Talk about overrated. I don't know. I'd, I'd have Well, you mean one movie. of the greatest actors in the history of yeah, acting? Yeah, but I get so tired of hearing about him. Oh, my God. <laughs> but we a, know. He's good. He's got a pretty good left foot. Nope. <laughs> dump bump <laughs> I'd rank Wonder Woman higher on that list, by the way. Unfortunately... Uh, he just goes in circles. Con- considering, I think, Wonder Woman's the only one I saw from that list. <laughs> <laughs> it's your number one of those. Well done, Jeff. Yeah. All right, uh, I need to watch more movies. Yes, uh, more. Dez. Dez. Now, this is very interesting. I think Dez has a uh, science degree, too. He has. Uh, he is the most educated of our listeners. He is the most educated of uh, our listeners. Oh, and I want to say congratulations to Des. Apparently, he got accepted into a doctoral program. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one. Uh, this one's for to be so we can call him Doctor Des. Oh, oh I'm intrigued. <laughs> doctoral program of disco. Doctor of love. <laughs> How you done, Des? I do like the idea of a doctorate of disco. Yeah. Ooh. Not, not as good as Disco Duck, but it's close. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's what you do in California. You just go to school. Because you, you can't find any jobs or buy any <laughs> houses. 
<laughs> so that just keep going to school. You can't find a job. You're just going to keep going back to That's school. Right. <laughs> Anyways, in all seriousness, mm-hmm. the doctor does. says, all I can say about altered carbon. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. It's scientific. <laughs> oh, no. It says, damn, that might be one of the best pilot episodes I've seen in a long time, especially for a Netflix show, as I don't often think of first episodes in terms of being pilots. Hashtag... One M S O L D. I think I one million sold. Oh, I thought that was a chemical compound. It could be oh, that too. I thought it was for altered carbon. I think he sold a million. Uh, um, all I know is after uh, in, uh, Des sent us that mm-hmm. uh, review on uh, the Twitter. Twitters, he was got responded by the uh, official altered, official altered carbon uh, people. Uh, thanking him for his, his, his tweet review. and review and saying, if you like that one, just wait for the next nine episodes. That's what I thought uh, burnt hamburgers and hot dogs were. <laughs> Altered carbon. Ah! bump bump I think that's what diamonds are, aren't they? Diamonds are a girl's best friend. And altered carbon. Yes. So thank you guys for the reviews. All of them. <laughs> thank you. It's also the durability rating of my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Can we not? <laughs> I don't want to... <laughs> Well, at least we're talking about someone else's penis. <laughs> it is altered. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got to wrap this up. Thank God for Professor Number One and Doctor Number One. Never hear that again. <laughs> Are you happy? Boss Baby got an Oscar nomination, or sad that Emoji Movie didn't? Didn't he ask us this question last, last week? week? He's that concerned that he <laughs> wanted to ask it again. <laughs> and I was about to say, didn't he use emojis in this? <laughs> I just put question? a giant. I just put a giant emoji on this one. A shit. Happy. I'm doing that. Patrick uh, Stewart's <laughs> shit emoji. I thought it was a giant pudding pile. It's the same thing. You're going to put the pudding and all in the pudding box. Yeah, I was waiting for that. <laughs> Give me the pudding and I put the drowsy belly in that pudding pop so I can do you in the shitter. <laughs> my name is Bill Cosby. I'm scum. Oh, look at my sweater. Allegedly. Put the Rohypnol in the pudding pop. No, there's no allegedly. I really am scum. Uh, <laughs> look at my sweater. I took it off my floor. That was a Persian rug. I have no clue what has just happened here. <laughs> in the pudding pops! In the pudding pop! Hey guys, I'm Kevin Spacey. Can I play along? No, get out! <laughs> I wore the sweater. Hi, I'm uh, Hollywood Weinstein. Uh, is that pudding pops? Mm. Is that a plant? Is that Whoa. a plant? Whoa. Is that a potted plant? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing behind the potted plant? I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. Move away from the plant. Oh. I told well, you to get away from the plant. I'm Jared. I've got my Subway. Uh, why? Would you guys like to have Subway before your pudding pop dessert? I'm sorry. Is Jared a Nazi? <laughs> I told you to put the roll hypnol in the pudding pop. Guys, guys, this is not funny. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Speaking of that, can I come back for House of Cards? Please, please. Yeah, we're all going to hell. Please. That's I want to go to House of Cards. Anyways. Uh, we'll be in good company. Yeah. Like um, we said, apologize. <laughs> I do apologize. It's time for another episode of News of the Geek. Best music in the world for the sake nope. News of the Geek! Super Mario! Is it Mario or Mario? It depends. Are you from New York or from anywhere else? Everywhere else. It's Mario. Thank God. Mario is getting together with the Minions. Japanese video game company Nintendo announced a moose starring the... Pl- a movie. A moose. <laughs> <laughs> moose. Uh, animated movie starring the plumber in the Super Mario franchise. 
It's in the works with co-producer Chris Melodrama, the chief executive (laughs) of Illumination Entertainment, uh, the animation studio behind the popular Despicable Me series. Uh, Nintendo star game designer Shigeru Miyamoto told reporters Thursday the script is mostly finished. He's promising a fun movie since uh, Melodrama shares his thinking on creative projects. Uh, well, I hope it's a fun movie. Well, yeah, we're doing we're a, a uh, shitty movie. Yeah, we're doing a drama based uh, on Mario's life as a plumber. Oh, that would actually be pretty cool, probably. Yeah. I like who. Where, what source is this uh, news story from? Uh, this is actually straight from Nintendo. Straight from Nintendo. Yes. It's like it's like they had to say Japanese video game company Nintendo. Yes. Like, duh. We knew this that. This is a press release. Uh, the movie, two years in the making. <laughs> Uh, after a meeting between Melodrama and Miyato... Melodandri and Miyamoto. ...is set for global distribution through Universal. Uh, they did not give any other details, including the release date. Uh, Miyamoto says some people mistakenly think they're making games is similar to making movies. Creating, quote, creating an interactive medium is totally different from doing that in a passive medium, he said, saying he wanted to make a film for years. Uh, let's see. Just a little fun bi- fight or fun bit. Uh, I think I'm having a stroke over well, here. Blah, blah, blah. Nintendo expects to sell 15 million sw- Nintendo Switch consoles this fiscal year, which ends in March. That's up from its initial projection of 10 million, uh, which was raised last year to 14 million. Uh, in recent years, Nintendo has done an about face on its past policy of shunning smartphone games and has scored success in that sector as well. So they've been well, basically pimping out their things, uh, their characters to other devices, smart. Yeah, and well, the the smartphone games, uh, they had that uh, Pokemon Go shit went they had crazy. Pokemon Go, they had the Mario Gold Dash, um, Mario Dash, and then now they're trying to move into the movies. I think that could work. You could make a Mario mo- uh, animated movie. I you know that. They could be the evil Japanese Disney version. That See, I don't think it's evil. We'll get to that in yes. a second. Yet. Yet. So, are you, would you watch... Well, you don't have kids, but would you still watch a Mario movie, Jeff? Uh, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch one. Okay. No. As long as it doesn't have poop and fart jokes in it, I'm okay. Uh, let me think. I bet you Bowser farts. I attempted to watch the last Mario movie that was made. Mm. Good movie. Good movie. With... Uh, Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo. Uh-huh. Not good. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised they actually put Luigi in it, because they never put Luigi in anything. Well, they should put Luigi... Luigi's cooler than Mario. He is. I, I agree. And he was so much cooler in the uh, Super Mario 2, because he jumped a little bit higher. Nobody's good in Super Mario 2. Super Mario 2 is a good game. No, it isn't. Uh, let's see it here. Is. Per deadline... Conan the Barbarian. This is like our second article on Conan in two weeks. Three weeks. We'll see life yet again. Amazon, which spent all its money on Game or uh, Lord of the Rings, is developing a series based on the Robert E. Howard hero. The site reports that the series will be based on Howard's books and not any of the previous adaptations, such as the Arnold Schwarzenegger franchise or the Aquaman film. Uh, the series is coming from Ryan Condal from Colony, Miguel Sapochnik uh, from Game of Thrones, Sapochnik, Warren Littlefield. Uh, from Fargo. Littlefield. Pathfield Finder Media. Pathfinder Media. Endeavor content. Condell wrote and created the new take and will executive produce with everyone else. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sapochnik, 
uh, has directed Sapochnik. some says directed some of Thrones' biggest and most beloved episodes, and uh, will direct it as well. So in the series, Conan is driven out of his homelands, tribal homelands, and wanders the mysterious and treacherous world of civilization, where he searches for purpose in a place that rejects him as a mindless savage. So mm, pretty immigrant. much an incredible Hulk movie. Yeah, I'm guessing that this is going last <laughs> one season. Anyway, so there you go. Uh, would you watch it? Amazon's got some interesting movie shows coming out. I would say I'm not opposed to watching it, but since I'm so far behind on things that I said I would watch, mm-hmm. probably not. Okay. You know, the best thing I saw from Amazon was uh, an Amazon Go meme. Mm-hmm. They had a bunch of people standing in line outside of the Amazon Go store. Yeah. And it was titled, People Standing in Line to Go Into the Amazon Go Store, where they don't have to stand in line at <laughs> checkout. <laughs> to check out. <laughs> They just screw you another way. <laughs> you have to stand outside. That's right. Uh, finally, Super Bowl trailers. There's a lot of them. Not as many as before, though, uh, last year. Avengers Infinity War. Uh, shows some new scenes. No, I didn't see it. Uh, Skyscraper with The Rock. Didn't see it. Blake's favorite trailer. I immediately equated that to Die Hard. In three, and you equated it with uh, Inferno. Towering Inferno. In three hours after the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. there was a story that said uh, Skyscraper, Die Hard meets uh, Dwayne Johnson's Die Hard Marries Inferno. And I was like, we're a zitgeist. We are. We are, we are a zeitgeist. Well, I, I, we should trademark this shit when we think of it. I, I think, agree. I think people are stalking our Twitters and our Facebooks. I do too. And, uh, oh, true. God, have they hacked into our Facebook uh, chat? Uh, the instant message chat? I don't know. No. Uh, there's Han Solo, which we'll talk about in a second. Solo, a Didn't Star Wars story. Well, I actually did see that one. A Quiet Place. Don't even know what that John is. John Krasinski. Uh, it's a horror movie. Uh, no, wait. No. You're thinking of Jack Ryan. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that was out there, too. Uh, Jurassic World, Colin, Fallen was Kingdom. was a quiet place. <laughs> Didn't see it. We don't know. <laughs> it was Jurassic quiet. World, Fallen Kingdom, Jeff. I'll show you after the show. Uh, that actually has a very horror-like element, and it's because the director does those type of films, and it is creepy. Sure. Uh, Red Sparrow. Didn't see it. M.I. 16... Oh, sorry. M.I. Mission Impossible 6 Fallout, basically. Didn't see it. Uh, it I don't has know Tom he, Cruise running. He was running. Yeah. Was I, running. I did hear he was running, yes. but Tom Cruise runs in all his Mission Impossible movies. Uh, and The Cloverfield Paradox, which came out... On Super Bowl night yeah, on they, Netflix. They released it on Netflix after, and I didn't see it. Uh, I will be seeing it uh, probably by tomorrow. So that's my goal. Cool. Hopefully by next Tuesday we can discuss. I'm excited about it. Um, you know, I, was, I like anything in the Cloverfield Paradox what, or in the Cloverfield uh, universe. Yeah. They said that if you guys take it as like a Twilight Zone, this is all happening in this world, this universe. They don't have to be connected completely. There's a couple little Easter eggs, and then just go with a story. I'm fine if you're going to make sci-fi movies like this. I have no issue with that. And they say, okay, they all take place in Cloverfield. Okay, fine. Yeah, there's like a common thread within them, but the stories don't depend on each other. Correct. And this is the prequel that this is how the monster gets to Earth, or the aliens, or whatever is getting to Earth. Uh, so that's the part I didn't care about. Uh, the But they said it's such a small thing. It's... Yeah. Uh, they're also making a fourth Cloverfield as well. J.J. Uh, Abrams will throw that Blu-ray through your window. Yeah, I read Unknowingly. That. <laughs> was that Chris over at 365 Flick said that? No, no, no. That was a meme from the Droids Canada. Oh, um, oh that's where I so. saw it. Sorry, sorry, Droids Canada, for giving away Chris's. Yes. 
credit. Uh, so anyways, moving on. Stuff. Uh, we got some new promos this week. Uh, but be first, before we get into that, just to let you guys know, September 14th through the 16th is uh, the Cincinnati Comic Expo. And uh, they have not announced any guests yet, but there will be some big ones coming. I've been privy to some information. So Unfortunately, until things are officially finalized. We cannot discuss it. But September 14th through 16th, go to CincinnatiComicExpo.com. It's in Cincinnati at the Duke Energy Convention We, we can, however, say... That Hobie will be there. That Hobie will be there, and we'll have a table. They have been confirmed. Yes. Uh, we'll be playing trivia. We'll have a lot of our guests uh, there. And uh, if you would like to stop by, come on by. And uh, also, uh, tickets, the VIP tickets, are still on sale. So go to CincinnatiComicExpo.com. Let's hit up some of promos here. What about Solo? Well, we can talk Solo. Let's <laughs> do that We're going to talk Solo. Well, let's talk oh. Solo. What do you think about Solo? We'll get the promos in a second. <laughs> it was a movie. That was called a tease, but you know, everybody listened to the end of the show. What do you think about Solo? <laughs> what do you think about Solo? I'm withholding reservation. Lando looks fucking awesome. It, are you sure that's Lando? Yeah, that is. It's Donald Glover. It's he been confirmed. Yeah. Okay. It's been confirmed. Uh, and also, uh, I do like how there's been rumors that the guy playing Solo cannot act, and he needs an acting coach on everything. That's what I've heard. I like how they've limited his lines oh. to like three in the whole trailer. Yeah, he didn't speak in the trailer because that's what I'm trying to figure out. Oh, how he, he be? talked in the extended trailer. Oh yeah, I saw the extended okay. trailer and there wasn't much talking. No, there wasn't much. Uh, he's. A, it's a, I think everything looks great except for him. <laughs> I think it's going to be awful with him. I think yeah. everyone else should be fine. Yeah, I don't know if he quite pulls off the the feel of of Solo, the swagger no. that that Solo has. Yeah, I I would expect both of them to be studying Lando and Han in the later Star Wars movies in order to pick up, you know, their, their, the way they move, the way they talk, etc. That is my expectation if this is supposed to be a good film. Uh, I don't think it's... My issue is that, you know, do we really need anything else about Solo's past? I don't need it. We don't need it. It was well, better off if they left it alone. Yeah, I would have been fine with that. Lando, I would have loved to see because he looks like a badass in it. You get to see the first time they meet Chewie. Maybe the spinoff from Solo will be Lando, a uh, Star Wars story. You know, the the rumor was that they're making a trilogy of Solo movies. I think they got maybe after this one way. it will be a Solo movie, then a Lando movie, then a Chewie movie. We don't need any of those. We uh, need Boba Chew- we need a Chewie movie. With subtitles. Before he meets uh, Solo. Yeah. The, the one idea is that sequel to Solo that's been flowing around now. Again, Ron Howard took over, so who knows what's going on You know with that. But they said the rumor was that it was Solo and Boba Fett teaming up for like a heist movie. Uh, no. <laughs> Nothing like a buddy comedy with Boba Fett and Solo. <laughs> I would like for Solo and Boba Fett to have never met before the uh, events that we've already seen. Uh, yeah, I agree. And... You know what, though? I think the trilogy of Solos, I think, movies have been uh, kind of put on the back burner. So. Avengers think, Infinity War, uh, no. to go to... An, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's about time the Millennial Falcon had its own movie. Ooh, I like it. It does look nicer in the, new, the preview, because it's a prequel. I mean, it's in, a, in so many of the Star Wars movies. It, it deserves is. its own. So does it have the round uh, satellite I dish as opposed to the square one? I'm sure it does. Oh, it's okay. good. <laughs> when they switch from cable to... 
satellite. <laughs> <laughs> Did they get Wi-Fi? Bullshit. I don't know, but apparently when you're traveling faster than the speed of light, you can still communicate to people through the speed of sound, which is slower. Oh, I'm sorry. That was The Last Jedi. Anyways, Avengers Infinity um, War. You realize that, like, how radio waves work that travel faster than the speed of sound, yet you still transmit sound? They've got things that travel faster than the speed of light that you can use to transmit sound. Hashtag fake news. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Avengers Infinity War was impressive <laughs> because you showed a lot of superheroes walking. So they were teaming up. Woo. It was okay. It was fine. Actually, walking is a pretty good exercise. It is. It is. Uh, Thanos has scars on the side of his face, like scratches. And they're like, does that mean Wolverine's in it? And they're like, no. No. <laughs> no, no because Wolverine is the only person that can give people scars. Black Panther? Uh, or uh, maybe week, Black uh, Panther, Jeff. Nebula. There you go. Uh, and real quick, this is not on the outline. This is breaking news. Hobie is on top of this. Blake last week or two weeks ago was talking about AI-generated fake porn. Yeah. Yes. P- Pornhub is officially banning all AI-generated fake porn on the grounds that deep fakes are non-consensual. Download it now. No way. Oh, <laughs> well, damn you, Pornhub. I'll have to find it elsewhere. Now you're going to have to use your own app. Uh, and also on uh, the science aspect of it, since, you know, the Supreme Overlord is getting rid of science, uh, just to let you know, mutant all-female crayfish are capable of cloning themselves. Sweet. So there's your crayfish news of the week. Uh, but yes, we are breaking fake porn. That's right. So there is your news of the geek. Now we got some promos. Hey, this is Liz. And this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. Talk to you soon. Hey, do you like movies? Hey, do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie up, and guess what? We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might give you something good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.popping.com. All of them in one place for you, so you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the Defenders, uh, but I like to think we a little bit better than that. <laughs> Come out at you boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. It's time for Box Office Bombs. All right, the box office news of this beautiful, beautiful February. Uh, Super Bowl weekend did not a whole lot of box office. We'll say that. Jumanji colon Welcome to the Jungle, number one at $11 million. Total of 353 on a $90 million budget. 
Maze Runner colon The Death Cure came in at number two at ten million, a total of forty million on a sixty-five million dollar budget. Maze Runner still making this shit. Winchester made nine point five million in its opening weekend on a three point five million dollar budget. So woohoo! Great. Made a ton of money back. The Greatest Showman made $8 million, a total of $137.5 million on an $84 million budget. Still wanting to see that. Never appealed to me. Hugh Jackman. Sing well, and I dancing. realize it's Hugh Jackman, but Sing it's, also, and it's also the story about the circus. Well, I like the old-style circus. You're I still don't want to go see it, but no. I still like the backstory of it. And Hostels made $5.5 million, a total of $20 million, uh, $21 million on a $39 million budget. Oh, that's not good. That's a... That's uh, the Western. The Western. Yeah. I always forget what Hostels is. Uh, you know what? I Blake's not the only one that saw a movie this weekend. I watched a movie this weekend, too. Uh, for the first time, speaking of Maze Runner, you know, the teen drama, I yeah. saw the first Hunger Games. Finally! Yeah. And? It was okay. Yeah, it was okay. It was, the first one is all right. The first one is not the greatest, but I'm hoping the next ones are. Now I'm intrigued to watch the rest. Yeah. Stick with the one. Yeah. I wasn't too blown away by it, but it was okay. Two was pretty good, but, you know, ends on that cliffhanger thing, and then the last ones aren't as good. There's four, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, the last two are the third book Correct. and two movies, so. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just thought, you know, hey, welcome to 2010, I'm in. <laughs> All right. Upcoming, February 9th of 2018, Fifty Shades Darker. Oh, yeah, the Nick Albright Jeff story. It is? Oh, yeah. They, they, am I supposed to make royalties for Yeah, it? I'm about to say, am I making money off of this? And you can call me Mrs. Gray. Oh, dear God, you're a horrible actress. Well, yeah, it fits in with the horrible story and the horrible Correct. movie making. So, all right. Uh, Peter Rabbit. Fuck this movie. Looks so terrible. Fuck this movie. Any goodwill I had towards James Corden went out the door when I saw the ad for this movie. Dear God in heaven, does this look awful. Fuck this movie. That's all I gotta say. And the 1517 to Paris. I wanna see that. About the true story of the... Yeah. uh, uh, Sorry, terrorist attack. Yeah, on on the the train. train. So... Blake, do you have any desire to see this? No. Okay. Uh, I'll watch it maybe when it hits cable or okay. Netflix or something. Was anyone killed on that train? Or did I they can't remember. No, they stopped the attack before it happened. But the, the neat thing about it is they're using the actual guys Correct. who stopped the attack. So I, I, I kind of like that. But and it otherwise, is yeah. Otherwise, I'm not gonna go watch. Yeah. I have to see if they could actually act because that's the issue. It's that's like, the issue. I, I don't want to say anything bad about the guys. But normally, no, normally when you get non-actors to do stuff, you can tell they're non-actors. Kind of like Kevin James. You know he's not an actor. Exactly. Uh, the problem is, who wants to be the asshole critic that says, these guys can't act? <laughs> <laughs> they stopped a fucking terrorist attack. Yeah. Uh, I guarantee Scab Jeff, if he doesn't think they can act, will let you That's know. That's true. <laughs> and Rex Reed. Yeah. Scab Jeff was the one who did say that Passion of the Christ had no character development. That is true. <laughs> They just kept whipping this guy. Why are you whipping him? Uh, they were making a sequel to that. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. Did and we Jim, talk about that? Uh, we put it on our Facebook page. Jim okay. Cabezio is back. And this time he's kicking ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a knife. <laughs> this is a knife. So did you like that Crocodile Dundee commercial? That one I did see. Yeah, it was okay. 
I they fooled me. I'm like, no fucking I, way. Yeah. Are you? I thought I was a movie sequel. To yeah, like, there's no fucking way you're gonna let Danny McBride do anything again. Fucking Danny McBride. Pardon me for bumping the table. I'm sure y'all heard that. It was in, it was clever because it has Chris Hemsworth in it. Oh yeah. Once I found out what it was, I'm like, oh, not a movie. Okay. I do like we got go good, Australia. We got good flights. <laughs> <laughs> and we got a new buy sell, Jeff. All right. Courtesy of. Besada Geek? Yes. Uh, he, he was doing his uh, Canadian, Canadian of the Year duties. Uh, Blake, what's his Canadian Year duties next week? Uh, whatever we decide. Okay, what are we deciding? <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, I think this is the time we decide. Oh, well, I was going to say, isn't he due for a uh, script for Strange Brew 2? There you go. He's, he needs to come up with a plot. All right. Well, or at least a storyboard summary. Yes. For Strange Brew 2. I want uh, the, I was going to say animatronics, but that's not it, the, the animated uh, storyboards. That, for it. Yeah. Or, since you're from Pittsburgh, you could do a, a storyboard for Sudden Death, too. So, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, I thought instead of Strange Brew, it was going to be a beer, uh, Steel City Brew. Uh, oh, that could work. Steel City Brew. <laughs> I like it. Just as crappy. What do we got? All right, well, by Cell, um, he went and looked and said that the... The only top Winchester movie stars that the Hollywood Stock Exchange recognized was Helen Mirren, and she's at 66.38 per share. $30, yeah. Yeah, dollars, dollars. And Jason Clark, who is at 62.66. Uh, apparently nobody else from there was on the Hollywood Stock like Exchange. Like asked for some comparisons from the Hollywood Stock Exchange last week, and so, we got them. So comparing... Robert Downey Jr. is at 194.04. He's a blue chipper. And that's that's pretty high. Yes. But we were expecting some high ones there. That's why we're doing this. That's right. And Kevin James is at $81.63. That is the definition of an overvalued stock. Oh, that is disgusting. By $81. How is Kevin James over Helen Mirren? What has this world come to? Hell. Well, so we're buying or selling Helen Mirren or Jason Clark's, Clark's stock. I'm going to buy. Well, I'll buy definitely Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren just because, well, she's a good quality actress. Yeah. Yes. The stock's only going to go up. Mm-hmm. Unless she and dies. The, the, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> the way the past year has been treating everybody. She's next. Yeah. Hopefully well not. Cash in on that. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll buy Helen Mirren stock. Jeff? Yes, I'll buy Helen okay. Mirren stock. Jason Clark? I'm trying to place who Jason Clark is. Yeah, I'm is. going to sell because I don't know who the uh, fuck is. Yeah, better sell now because this may be the highest he'll get. I'm, I'm going to buy because anybody below Kevin James can't be too bad. They well, can only uh, go up, right? Zodic no does have a say, or does have a comment about the Kevin James. Well, he does say in closing he would not trust the Hollywood Stock no, Exchange. No, no, no. Uh, supposedly Hobie has a Hollywood Stock Exchange game, has their own private room now uh, that you can join, like a private game. Really? Yes, uh, courtesy of Doug. Awesome. Number one fan. So I will get more information on that next time he's on, and uh, you can actually go on to Hollywood Stock Exchange and play. Excellent. Oh, let's do that. So I the guess. people can learn about uh, wealth, like Monopoly. Yes. Or Mario. Yeah, exactly. Monopoly. Remember, past performance is not indicative of future returns. Exactly. You mean learn about life, like the game of Monopoly? Somebody flips the board over at the end of the game. Fuck this <laughs> yeah. game. We blend six hours. After you go bankrupt because your buddy's rich and bought everything. You got Park Place and Boardwalk and Marvin Gardens. Damn it. <laughs> Fuck this game. 
Well, you can have those. You take the red and orange properties. That's how you win the game. In the corner by the... uh, By free parking. Free parking. Those are the big ones. Well, there you go. There's your uh, Monopoly (laughs) (laughs) Monopoly tip of the week. (laughs) Tip of the hat to you. Good day. (laughs) That's our... Top five music for <laughs> some reason. So we get better music. Yes. So, what is our top five this week, Jeff? Our top five, I will read it from the mm-hmm. official outline. Thank you, Esmeralda, for the intern. Top five favorite sports logos. Okay. We should probably should have broken it down by <laughs> I did. I broke mine down. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and I'll explain how I uh, okay go ahead. Well, I did you know I listed them down by sport and so my top five I put them in categories and then the top one from each category. I thought All about right. that. So I did a baseball, mm-hmm. a football, <coughs> a hockey, college mm-hmm. sports, and other. Okay. Other. What's your number five, Jeff? And, well, I will. D- for me, a logo. For me to like it. It's got to be something that catches your eye and looks cool. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of things that it can't be. Okay. Letters? Uh, Irish? Well, pretty much, yeah. No initials or just the team's name written offensive, in... Offensive in a, cartoon characters? Well, let me get to that. <laughs> just a letter? <laughs> just a letter. Okay. You know, a, a wishbone C or a... Uh, B. An old English D. They might look cool, but nah, they ain't going to do it for Piece me. Okay. anatomy? Depending on which piece of anatomy. No. Uh, no human faces. I don't like human faces in logos. Done. That's a bad idea, obviously. <laughs> yes. Uh, no anthropomorphic animals. What I don't about like, polymorphic? I don't like animals acting like human beings in my logos. Done. And no, no talking donkeys? Exactly. And no, like, simple symbols that you, like, say, hey, look, here's a star. It means us, even though it's just a fucking five-pointed star. There's nothing special to it. No stars, no fleur-de-lis, because everybody uses those. Iconography. Yes. So that, 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 those won't be on my so list. So what do you have left? Because this is interesting. Oh, I'm I've got a whole crap load of shit. So uh, just to let you know, the top five is... Uh, fun, it was uh, sponsored by the Middle East Peace Conference. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> God. Um, That's number five. Can you just fucking throw it out there? Yes, my number five uh, is going to be my National baseball Canadian's logo. Donkey. Oh, wait. It's so a baseball logo, and it is the logo of the Major League Baseball. MLB. The MLB League logo of the uh, wait, silhouette. Mm-hmm. Does that mean your basketball one's going to be... No, because I'm picking... Does that mean your NFL one is going to be... No. <laughs> Brain scan? <laughs> <laughs> a CTE scan? Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, no. I like that, no. actually. It, 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 it's such iconic. You know exactly what it is. Yep. They it, they actually copy it for every other league in the United States and nowadays. Where was it based on an actual person like the NBA? The, the rumor is it's based on Har- Harmon Killebrew, but the guy who designed it says it wasn't. He just said no. I, I just remember, I remember the old TV show This Week in <laughs> Baseball, where that's the only way you could get yeah. your highlights of the week. Yeah, uh, back in the old day before you uh, spin. Oh, who was the announcer of that? Mel, uh, Mel Allen. Mel Allen. That's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just remember they used baseball. To, that used to be Great. part of their logo in the beginning was the yeah. MLB logo. Yeah. That's how I remember it. That's cool. a good one. Uh, what's your number five, Jeff, uh, Blake? Uh, my number five. I, you know, when I first saw this, I was like, "Oh, this would be great." 
and it turned out to be really difficult because there not, were so many. Not Harrison or, Ford difficult. No, 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 no. <laughs> this, this was this is the other way difficult. The, of the wealth, and I, I tried to span all sports, you know, uh, foreign and domestic. Yeah. You know, so I, I included Texas and the rest of the United States. Good call. Good call. <laughs> Alaska. Oh, damn! I forgot them. Shit. They didn't have any good ones. Don't oh, worry. Anyways, well, good. Uh, so, but so I brought it down. I broke the way I had to hobie this was I had to hobie it and break it into categories. Now I wasn't as scientific and thought oriented <laughs> as uh, Jeff's categories are. My first category is uh, logos that are cool, but I hate their fucking teams. Okay. Uh, New York Yankees. Okay. The NY is iconic. Mm-hmm. Or you can go with the Yankees or with the boring baseball be- cap. Uh-huh. Or boring because all it is is and, two and letters. Y, or you go with the Yankees with the <laughs> which is just the their name written the cap, which, yeah. but they're but they're still <laughs> iconic. Everybody in the world knows those logos, so they're favorites. Fucking Steelers. I hate their fucking. I hate the. I hate the Steelers, but it is they a got good a pretty logo. cool logo it, from U.S. Steel. You know, I can't adapt deny it. the logo is is a okay. nice logo. It, it is pretty cool. You know, uh, I had to go with the damn five pointed star for the Cowboys. Yep, yeah, that, that fell on my nose. You know, I like the but I, I hate them. I hate them. That's okay. Uh, the other one, uh, I did take a, a face caricature mm-hmm. of Vikings. Like the Vikings, you don't like. But the I Vikings? hate the t- I hate the Vikings. Oh. I hate Minnesota Vikings. You got a lot of heat in you. I do. That's why this yeah. is number five. <laughs> okay, my number five. My only rule is um, you could not wear. I didn't pick anything that was an alternative logo. Like you know how they had the pink and the uh, green and all that stuff. I fucking hate that stuff. Oh. The neon green. Oh, okay. But it's more I like mean, the hats and that, but that's oh, just annoying. Yeah. So you but, don't like the pink for breast cancer awareness? I'm month? not saying that. I just don't like that every jersey has to be pink for w- girls. No, they can wear regular jerseys. They like re- wearing regular jerseys. We don't have to do that. Fucking time. Well, that's I the don't shirt. Know I'm talking teams that wear pink. the logo. Well, that's just my two okay. cents. Anyways, okay. you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, my uh, I, I just wanted to join you guys because I didn't have anything to no. stop them. <laughs> <laughs> I made it to count it out. Anyways, uh, number five, the Milwaukee Brewers old glove. I love that logo. How is that your favorite? I thought that sucked. That's number five. I think by all accounts, it hits checks every box that I have on why it's a good logo. But I realize what bothers me about it. What's that? Where the, the baseball hits the mitt. It's, it's all palm. It would be landing right yes. in the middle of your palm. <laughs> I do know Not that. in yes. the web. And it just bothers me. Well, there's no web in that glove either. No. Uh, it's it, like it, an old-fashioned <laughs> glove. I like, you know, the, like the, the logo. I, I like the logo. I like the idea behind it. But <laughs> it just always bothered me that they're teaching you to catch the ball wrong. Yes. Wow, that did just <laughs> personify the ball. <laughs> bird for a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number four is a tie. I hobied it. Of course. Uh, I did ho- uh, hockey here. I, God, hockey has some really good logos. Uh, I did the Maple Leafs, uh, the Maple Leaf, because I love the, that team. You love the team, but yeah. it's... I, I like mean, the... It's iconic yeah. in hockey. Yeah, it's a Original Maple... Original six, baby. It's a Maple Leaf with the Fuck words you. Toronto Maple Leafs. And then the Phoenix Coyotes old logo that looked like a mismatch <laughs> of mom's quilt. Uh, it is awesome. I will say... It might be the best anthropomorphic animal yes. logo out there. I love it. I love that logo. Uh, so that's my number four. What's your number four, Blake? Um, what category are we on now? My number four was, uh, you know, 
hockey logo. Okay. And I thought originally I was going to go with the Detroit Flyers. Red but Wings. I, but there's Red Wings. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's the Philadelphia Flyers, yeah, Detroit right. Red Wings. Sorry, we hate them both. <laughs> See what I mean? That's why their logo sucks. Because it's a tire with a wing. Yeah. It don't make no sense. No. It makes sense to me. It it, it that made one of my honorable mentions. Yeah. But I did but I did go with uh Buffalo Sabres. I do like uh, that one. Because I thought, you know, I'm not a big hockey fan, except when it comes to Olympics, which start this Friday, by the way. Yes, they do. I am a yes, hockey fan during the Olympics. Winter. Yes. Yeah. So Well, you don't play hockey in the summer. Well, you can't. Field hockey. That's true. That's yeah. not a sport. No. <laughs> floor hockey. It's like soccer as well. Oh yeah, floor yeah. hockey, yeah. 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 You know, as as long as uh, the Americans don't dominate it, what, the Olympic what, Committee will adopt it. What Buffalo uh, Sabers uh, logo are you looking at? I'm talking about buff- the big blue one with the Buffalo with the two curved sabers. The buffalo okay. with the swords under the like, yeah, it, it's, it's simple. It's uh, yeah. dual colored and well, mostly dual colored. Simple, nice. And the other one I like is uh, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. It's offensive to me. Okay, <laughs> play, uh, Jeff, what's your number four? It's okay. Don't let that define you, Jason. Fuck you, yes. Fuck you Notre Dame. Uh, let's see. My number four, I'm going with my other category, which was all sports other than baseball, okay. football, hockey, and college. And I picked the Olympic rings. It's okay. a sports logo. It's right. a sports logo. Okay. Yeah, and, I, and, and it's topical. Well, yeah, since we were just discussing the Olympics. Yeah. But, no, well, I think the Olympic rings are... Everybody are, knows what the Olympic rings are. The, yeah. They they stand out, you know what they are, mm. and it's a very clever design. I think they did a great job. What's your number three? My number three in the football category. Mm-hmm. American uh, football? American football, yes. America. I should say that. American football. Other football went under other and well that European. was Yeah, and that was the rings. So. European uh, uh I'm picking the Las Vegas Outlaws of the XFL. I fucking hate you. That tied tied <clears throat> for number one for me. Oh, oh tied. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I love the Outlaws logo with the uh, old uh, the bull. Uh, yeah, the, the um, skull. Skull of the bull. Uh, the bull skull with the, the horns, horns going up. Out. Yes. And, and the little uh, LV and the thing. XFL yeah. has some really good logos. Of, of all X, the American football yeah. teams, I thought that was the best yeah. looking logo. Now, uh, for hockey, I almost did the, the Vegas Golden Knights. See, I, I didn't particularly so I did care like for that. that. I didn't mm-hmm. care about the logo. I didn't like the name. Yeah. Well, it reminds me too much of the Army Golden Knights. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, the uh, uh, owner of the team is an Army veteran, and yeah. he wanted to honor the Army. With okay, the that team. makes more sense. When yeah. you look at it without knowing that, yeah. you think, okay, it kind of yeah. sounds like a Vegas name. Like, kind of like Golden Knights with the helmet. I mean, anytime you got a, you know, like a yeah. real medieval Spartan kind of helmet, it's cool. So that was your number three? That was my number three. Put it on the board for me. Uh, number three for you, Blake. Uh, my number three, I realized that nobody would probably touch the uh, sophisticated version of uh, auto sports. Mm-hmm. You know, the educated version of NASCAR, which would be Formula One. So what's your number two? So I would say uh, Ferrari and uh, BMW logos. Uh, In regards to oh, yeah. racing. Maybe that. that. Yeah. I like the Datsun. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, awesome. they don't have. I like any, the Yugo. They don't have any for my racing, racing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We're not sophisticated. No, 
Sorry. Oh, not at all. No. Uh, go ahead. What's your number two? What about your number, your number three? Oh, yeah, my number three. Sorry. Uh, my number three, uh, you're talking about the medieval, uh, yeah. the Rutgers Scarlet Knight logo. I love that logo. Uh, the only Rutgers I know is the R. Oh, no, no, uh, no. Are you, you talking one. about the, the helmet with the uh, fancy flowers? Not fancy flowers. I will uh, get the, you it. The fancy flower boa. I, I, I'm trying to place it. I can't place the. No, they can I, but I think there's a big uh, dancer stripper boa in there that you symbol. Go. It's the knight that's holding the sword over the Oh, it's the on Rutgers. top of his helmet. Sorry. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. That, I don't think that's recent. I, I mean, I don't think that's classic. I think that's recent. It's like a new logo they came up that with. That doesn't mean he doesn't like it. I also like this one. That's it, the more common one that I'm used to. Oh, just okay. The knight, just the knight's mask. All right. with the, now, that goes into my any logo with yeah. a helmet's kind of cool. I think I like that one better than Golden Knights. the Golden Knights helmet. What about the Michigan State Spartans? I like the Spartans. I, I like thought the Spartan about that one, too. It, it, yeah, it's all right. It, like it's kind Spartan of the side profile logo. view with the thing yeah. and, and just a silhouette. Yeah, well, with, the, ju- with, the but broom, a silhouette. with the broom on yeah. top of their head. Yeah. Uh, my number two, uh, just because I love this team, I really do like it. It's just every time I think of the team, I just love the logo. The Blue Jays, Toronto Blue Jays. Which logo? Uh, just the bird on the side. Oh, okay, the bird. Yeah. Okay, not Not the... Bird swinging the bat. No, no. I mean, that's kind of cute for, like, kids and that, like, for kids to get behind. But I like the old, the regular traditional one. So, I love the Blue Jays, so there you go. Uh, What's your number two, Blake? Yeah, that's a couple Canadian logos you got on your... I I see you pandering to the great white north folk in Canada. America's hat. That's right. Uh, My next one is a... uh, Not really an official... Logo, but it was adopted for a period of time. You've seen it mostly in the 60s. Mm-hmm. But then it came back in the 90s in the Browns 2.0. And when I did have this Browns winter jacket, big puffy winter jacket, I had the brownie on the back, you know, the classic football brownie. And everywhere I went, people were like, man, that's an awesome jacket. Where'd you get it? And they were like, where can I buy that? And I said, well, actually, funny story. I uh, got it uh, in the spring at the outlets for five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, four dollars. And much. it was the best winter jacket I have ever had. I wore that thing for ten years. I got a big, big hole in the sleeve, and I still wore it. And I finally had to give give it away when give I moved. Away, uh, what's number two, Jeff? Uh, let's see. My my number two is my uh, hockey pick. Okay. And that is the Hartford Whalers. Everybody loves the whale. Uh, yeah, it's not I what like I think one. of whale tail. I got something else in mind. Yeah, Anyways. okay. Way to ruin my logo. but uh, <laughs> it, it's, Not my whale it, tail. I think it's a great design where, you know, it's not just throwing up letters, but it's putting fitting the letters into the design. You got the whale tail with the HW all in a nice yep. little beautiful design. Too bad they don't exist anymore. No, I didn't say they had to exist for me to like their logo. What's your number one? Oh, we're on my number one. Uh, my number one is my collegiate logo. Oh, I thought you were going to say ColecoVision. No, yeah, ColecoVision. <laughs> and uh, this is the one where it's the exception to the rules. Okay. Since I made all my rules, this one is the exception. Which has all the rules that you broke? Yes, I'm breaking rules on this one. Okay. Uh, it is the Lumberjacks of Northern Arizona University. I'm a lumberjack. Yes, I am. It is the best logo out there because it is my name. N-A-U. N-A-U. It spells my last name. And I've spent... North so Atlantic University? Northern Arizona University. 
Northern Alabama University? Nope. Arizona. Sense. I don't think those other ones exist, though. Northern Antarctica Northern University? Northern Alaska yeah. University? Oh, I like Northern Alaska. I've spent more money... New Amsterdam University? Ooh. More money on uh, spirit wear from... North uh, American University? That uh, school than... Or team... New Alberta than, University? Than any other uh, team out there, so... That's, and only because of the logo. It's not because I'm a, necessarily a fan of the team, although I became a fan of the team since then, but... That's it. Uh, Northern Anteater Urology Group. So, uh, okay, what's your number you, you, one? Northern. You couldn't come up with anything other than Northern. Nope. I figured North, nope. North Atlantic University. There you go. New it Atlantis was, University. New Atlantis. New Atlantis. I like it. Yeah. You know who the prof is? Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I got a th- six ring binder on me. <laughs> Six ring binder. <laughs> you mean six pack ring? I got a trapper keeper on me. <laughs> My, just just slide the thing. Just slide it. I don't have any thumbs. I can't do Velcro. <laughs> I can't do. <laughs> Eighteen thousand dolphins die a year because of trapper keeper. Please stop trapper keeper. Maybe that's why they went out of business, or they stopped making them as much. Uh, what's your number one, Jeff? My number like, one is probably the uh, the best ever men's mm-hmm. beer league softball logo. Okay. Uh-huh. I used to play for this team before I played for you guys. Okay. It was the Monkin' Drunkies. That's not an official uh, professional It team. was an it official was... logo for the Monkin' Drunkies. You're professional amateurs. Well, wait, we wait, wait a minute. Let me read yes. this here. Top five favorite Ooh. sports logo. Thank Nothing you. Nothing about professional or official. That's uh, right. Guess that is okay for my Sporty Spice logo for being number do you, one. Then. Do you yes. know how many people for throughout the years when we had that jersey? Mm-hmm. You know how many people loved our jerseys and would tell us about it all the time. Three. More than that. Seven. Those were our victories. Don't Twelve. confuse our victories <laughs> with the people who, who liked our jersey logo. I think your team never had enough players. We always had to help you. That wasn't our waning days. That's how I ended up on your team. <laughs> Okay, well, there's your number one. Nobody had that, did they? No one had that. Uh, I didn't have. No, uh, you didn't I have didn't monk even drunkies. I didn't have monk and drunkies. I didn't even have it as as an uh, honorable mention. Honorable mention. You can now if you like. Uh, I'm, good. I, I'm not exactly remembering it. So, oh, I'll uh, put, I'll throw a photo up when I get home. Yeah, throw. A photo I still up. have that jersey. I'll have to find. I liked our uh, original sock monkey jersey uh, yeah. logo. Uh, our number one. My number one was tied Las Vegas Outlaws. And the Memphis Maniacs. The blue crazy guy with the crazy eyes and that. Love yeah. that logo. I uh, love the XFL logos. So there you go. There's my number one Memphis Maniacs. Right. I, uh, honorable mentions. I had the Atlanta Hawks. The giant hawk attacking the ball. I like yep. that one. Unfortunately, gotcha. I don't care about uh, basketball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the main red claws. Have you seen that one? Uh-uh. It's a pretty creepy red claw. Uh, lobster. It's a it's a lobster. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Is it like an anthropomorphic lobster uh, or a okay. real um, lobster trying to like Is it a, you? Is it a polyamorous lobster? It's going. <laughs> it says main red claws and then yeah. an angry, <laughs> an angry lobster around it. Yeah. I like that one. It's honorable that's, mention. No, actually, that's not bad. I didn't come okay. across that one. I, I like uh, it. Let's see. Uh, New York Islanders, the Fishermen. Yeah, I never liked the Gordon's Fishermen. I like that one. And this is uh, iconic, but I never liked them back in the Houston Oilers, the oil rig. So. The oil rig? Yeah. yeah. I like that one. That was okay. You know, the Houston Texans is actually the Texan. With the I like the Texans Texans one. is the not my honorable split, mention. red, blue, and the white. Matter that's fact, actually kind of cool. The Texans like were the only NFL 
team that I had even as an honorable mention. Yeah. Who else did you have, uh, Blake? Who's your honorable mention? Uh, well, I had a, a lot. You know, I... You <laughs> Speed know, around. Speed around. Uh, the Buccaneers. I like their old Buccaneer. The creamsicle one? Yeah, the creamsicle okay. face guy with the knife in his, yeah. in his teeth. He had a guy's face. That was really didn't cool. Like it. Better if he had a creamsicle in the hat mouth. with a flower in it, you know, like a ca- true buccaneer. Mm-hmm. But then when they changed their logo to the uh, flag on the sword, yeah. I still like that. I yeah, like, you know, bad. that's still pretty. Yeah, so kind of like that. Have a pretty good, cool logo, you know, for football. Uh, the Raiders, which is going to be your new Los Angeles, Las Vegas team. Yeah, it's uh, iconic. It is iconic. I do kind of like it. it Hate is, faces. You know, yeah, that's true. It does have a face and all that kind of fun stuff, but. Uh, uh, and uh, I will give a uh, rest in peace to Chief Wahoo. Yes. Now, because it's iconic. Because it's iconic. Now, side story. It's iconic to because the racist I, days of the country. No, not racist <laughs> days of the country. That's no, no, we're not going to get political about this because I hate politics. Yeah, but you can't tell me that the forties and fifties aren't racist. I was going to make that a punchline, but <laughs> oh. yeah, you're right. I the old ones were pretty bad, but. Being a native North, no, I'm just saying the uh, country the in general one, in the 40s the older and 50s. Older one, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the older one. I don't know what happened. The 50s was a great time. Yeah, yeah if you're a white, yeah. Yeah. If, you're, if you're a white straight male, the 50s were great. If you're anything else, no. Yeah, you know. But you know, growing up Northeast Ohio, and this is the kind of you know background here. Growing up Northeast Ohio, I always you know looked at Chief Wahoo as a cartoon character, similar to you know Bugs Bunny. Space Ghost. Speedy Gonzalez. Speedy, you know, no. <laughs> no? You know, like, a regular cartoon character that I only associated with anything that was insulting would have been losing records to the Indians <laughs> in the 70s. <laughs> and early 80s. That was the insult was that he was associated with the... Losing. The, the yeah, exactly. Team. I mean, yeah. I would be more offended, you know, about the losing aspect tied to it. But, no, but serious. And it's one of those things that you really don't think about you know, you just think of, oh, that's Chief Wahoo. Yeah, the Indians. Until somebody tells you it's bad. And you're like, wait, it, that's evil? That's bad? You took a bite of the apple. Now it's bad. You know, so, but not getting political and not wanting to get into all that kind of stuff. I understand things change and times change. So Hairstyles kind of, change. Hairstyles change, et cetera. Balls change. Uh, what's your what's your honorable mention? It's the honorable mention. Speed round. Yeah, speed round. Uh, baseball. Oh, yeah. I had the uh, Seattle Mariners with their uh, compass rows and the baseball. Huh. Always liked that. Uh, I did like the Houston Astros, the old one of the gold not finished. I did star. like that. Yeah, so it kind of looked like a shooting star. Yeah, like it looked that. like a Texas Ranger badge. Yeah, almost. That's what the star. Yeah, sure. No, I think they were trying to go for the outer space look. The logo. Oh, yeah. oh you're talking about the. All right, the star with the A on it. No, you're no. talking different. Oh, I'm, the star of the A on is more I'm talking like about the, the black. Texas or yeah. Which yeah. you would think the Texas Rangers would adopt as a logo. No, the the, the black with uh, yeah. an unfinished star, so it kind of looked. They, you did it in the late 90s or yeah. something before they went over to the American League. Um, and I also picked the uh, Akron Rubber Ducks. Okay. In, yeah, the Akron yeah. Rubber Ducks. Yeah. In others, I uh, picked. Uh, the New England Revolution, uh, MLS yes, soccer team. Yes, that actually that, is actually pretty, cool. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the new Toronto Raptors logo. 
Not the one when he's dribbling the ball. Not the one of that the dinosaur. But the one of the ball that looks like it's ripped open by claws or whatnot. I like the Vancouver Grizzly ones just because they came in the same time as the Raptors uh, with the mm-hmm. bear in the woods and that. Uh, yeah. the grizzly in the woods. I thought that was kind of fun. Better than what the Grizzlies have now. Yes, yeah. that's right. If, um, a, if a Grizzly has a basketball in the woods, does he play basketball? Ah! He does. Does anyone hear it? Uh, in uh, American football, I had the Houston Texans and the Scottish Claymores of the okay. uh, NFL Europe. Okay. I liked that one. Uh, hockey. I had a lot of hockey. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I had uh, the Minnesota Wild. I, really I don't liked, mind that one. I really like that one. That one looks clever to me. Uh, the Detroit Red, Red Wings, Fuck the St. Louis Blues, Ugh. the Winnipeg Jets current Winnipeg. one. I liked the Winnipeg Jets one. Uh, the old Quebec Nordiques. I do like that one. Uh, and uh, the Cleveland Monsters. Oh, God. Do I put the Edmonton Oilers? I like that one just because mm, it's I'm, kind of iconic. The other year sucking. Uh, college. Uh, I kind of like uh, the Penn State Nittany Lions logo. It is kind of cool. Except for the child, right? Uh, the, well, I'm not <laughs> saying there isn't other problems that they have, but... <laughs> <laughs> not saying there isn't other problems yeah. they have. <laughs> uh, the uh, Hofstra Pride logo. Uh, logo. The uh, Iowa Hawkeyes. And the te- I like the Hawkeyes. Te- Hawkeyes is okay. Texan Longhorns. That is iconic. Hook'em! Hook'em horn. And the uh, Alabama Crimson Tide with the elephant. Yeah. I like the elephant logo. Yeah. I hate the Alabama yeah. uh, as a school sports entity, but I liked their, their elephant logo. You like the elephant on the big red ball? Uh, it did. Well, I liked the, the more of the close-up, not the whole thing. Oh, okay. Thing. You saw the key cat some? He had Duquesne Dukes, which is actually a fun little logo. Duquesne? It looks like a caper. Like a guy in a cape. Yeah, like he, the, he looks like, like the evil guy in black and white uh, silent yeah. movies that <laughs> ties the damsel up to the tracks. Uh, or maybe Jack the Ripper. <laughs> Number four is the Steelers. Yeah, Number three is Pitt, the University of Pittsburgh. That's their word, the yeah. name Pitt. 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 Or the Tiger. The or Penguins. Of course. And number one is the old Pirates logo. Remember that one? From the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. So there's somebody who hasn't got out of Western Pennsylvania. No. Yeah. No. One, did you did you expect any last? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> uh, let's see here. We did have some on our website or our Facebook page at the History of Bad Ideas. Mm. Uh, let's see here. Sean Coon, another Pittsburgh guy. Uh, he had Oakland Raiders at five. Pittsburgh Maulers, the USFL team. I don't four. know that one. New England Patriots, the Patriots hat logo. Yeah, I really hated that Patriot one. Center, I thought that was one of the worst. I would say that's one of the worst ever in my opinion. I thought opinion. it was one of the worst ever. I agree with you. And the fact that he's wearing a red coat. Yes. Wrong. Wrong color. Hartford <laughs> Whalers. And, agree with him on that. I uh, have it on my list. I like whale tail. And number one, Pittsburgh Penguins, the current logo. <laughs> Anthropomorphic um, animal. Couldn't make mine. Mrs. Number one fan. Doug's wife. Oh, yeah. She was sending away a bunch of stuff over. She had the uh, Wild Beaver, Amber Lager. This is sports yeah, team. What yeah. are you doing? I, I think she just kind of went a little crazy. Uh, she just saw Wild Beaver had, and said, yeah, that sounds like Hobie. The Savannah Bananas. I like that one, the minor league team. That was kind of funny. <laughs> beavers and bananas. She's sending beavers, bananas, and what else? Uh, let's see here. Doug, number one fan Doug, had the Coyotes logo that I had, the patchwork one. The Whale. Uh, Doug's son is a family affair. Uh, he had the Montgomery Biscuits, the minor league team. Anybody <laughs> see that one? It's a biscuit with butter as his tongue. I thought it was two pancakes. <laughs> no, that's biscuits. Oh. It's supposed to be. Uh, Doug said he can't forget the browns, just the orange. Well, you know, the helmet is an iconic logo. 
Uh, he had the fighting. Uh, sorry, uh, D- Mrs. Number One fan had the slugs, sea slugs. The oh, the sea slugs, not the banana slugs. Or the banana slugs. Sorry, the banana okay. slugs. Yes, uh, they're a baseball team. And the fighting artichokes. So there you go. There's some other there ones. There you go. Uh, Chris Richardson at uh, three six five. Good day, mate. Uh, he had the t- uh, Celtic Football Club. Oh, you mean Daffabet? Yes. What? The Daffabet team? I don't know what this is. See, this is where I take exception to uh, all the European football logos. Okay. Because there, there, there's so much. There's too much heraldry involved. Oh, that's all they are. Is... That's all they are. That's too much. But I do like. I do like Th- that one. Less heraldry heraldry than I'm used to, though. That I mean, looks like a they got four leaf clover or anything. Yeah, it's yeah, it seems clover. like something you would see in the Lucky Charms box. Exactly. You know, or Boston Celtic. Yeah. You know, or something. But, you Celtics know, the, were first. The problem I have with football, right? You know, all these are logos that are emblazoned on your uniform, right? The problem with foot, European footballers is the fact that their sponsors is bigger than their damn logos on their jerseys. Yep. So you got Team Emirates. You got Team Etihad. You got Daffabet. Uh, I don't even know what Daffabet is. I'm sure Chris they're paying a lot of money. Exactly. And I still don't know who they are. Brock Lesnar has Jimmy John sponsor exactly. him. Yes, in wrestling. he does. But I don't in, think he's ever yeah. had Jimmy John's. But in reality, for, for those footballers mm-hmm. out there, uh, Real Madrid, Manchester City, Bayern Munich, Man U, mm-hmm. Barcelona, and Arsenal are all pretty cool. Okay. Logos. That is our show this week. We appreciate everybody uh, listening in. Uh, bad idea of the week. Uh, what was our bad idea earlier? Oh, my bad idea is going to Florida without your penis. Number 18. <laughs> Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Addendum. Title of the show, the episode. All right. Let's see what I have. I got cloning crayfish. Uh, Hobie. I had, oh, I had crayfish news. Oh, <laughs> I like that one. Hobie is a zeitgeist. I can never say that word. Zeitgeist. 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 No human faces. Uh, sophisticated <laughs> racing with Dotson. And uh, not my whale tail. Okay. I like the whale tail. Not my, not my world. Crayfish news. <laughs> I have no thumbs. I can't do Velcro. <laughs> uh, Doctorate of Disco. Uh, Chris Melodrama. <laughs> Killing Child Prostitutes. Nope, that's not it. No. <laughs> and it's like Beefaroni. <laughs> they can't all be winners, these great people. <laughs> I got not my whale tail. Uh, I like the crayfish news. Um, you know, we should start a bit called retro titles where people should tell us what the title should have been for the episode the week before. You can do that. Uh, what, so what's your other ones? Uh, Doctrine of Disco? Doctrine of Disco. Nah. Like, what do you got? What Melodrum. do you like? Uh... No, smells like beefaroni. Is that what you said? It's like beefaroni. Oh, smells like beefaroni. I, I like killing child prostitutes. No, <laughs> no. I said no. We warned you once. 
what, what, what else did you have there, Jason? There had to be something Crayfish clones, Hobie is a zeitgeist, no human faces, <laughs> sophisticated racing with Dotson. Not my whale tail. I think since we're going on logos, yes, not my whale tail. Using no. human faces, right? No human faces. Okay, not no human, human faces. faces. <laughs> That's right. There we go. All right, that's what it's winners. called. 